0: Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management. Providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit arborcapital.io today to put your money to work. Tailored
2: Restoration 24-hour emergency home services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com.
1: Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers, custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience
2: serrano's mexican grill two locations one on tudor one on northern lights the northern lights location has their new tequila bar check it out also see their daily specials at serrano's mexican grill.com
0: the treehouse ak.com located at 341 boniface parkway alaska's own and grown cannabis and cbd store ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10 percent off the treehouse where the culture lives
1: The Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer. Located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Superglue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net. AKO
0: Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska. Built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation. With exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full spectrum diamond sauce carts, and more. Ask your local tender about A-
2: tight lines, and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at TheBaitShackAK.com.
0: Snow Pro AK, your snow and ice management company specializing in business and residential properties. They know what it takes to keep your property presentable and safe. Give them a call for a free estimate at 280-7098 or visit LawnProAK.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider.
1: The Alaska chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. BHA is the voice of our Alaskan public lands, waters, and wildlife. Their goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping our public lands wild. Stand up today and join BHA at backcountryhunters.org. damn, I can smell it right away.
0: Oh, yeah, no. Oh, my that, God. That the was second like,
1: I cracked that thing is, oh. You it, smell the pepper right away? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. crazy.
0: Pepper Peak is back. Yeah, I was burning
2: people's eyes in, in the back. I was I, yeah.
1: <laughs> I was going to ask last time we talked about this briefly, and at the beginning of the podcast, it seems pretty popular, we do it. I was like, where's a um, habanero or jalapeno cider? But... That's all in there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. So that one's uh, poblano, <clears throat> jalapeno, and habanero. Yeah. It has okay. three different peppers in there at different ratios. So. W- what's crazy though is like, I don't know. Do we, I don't think we talked about this, but you have to like know the region that they're coming from and how much water they got because if they're, if it, if, it, if the region got more water than, or less water, then it changes like the spice.
1: So, like the amount of seeds that maybe grew inside the pepper,
2: maybe. So, oh, I'm under the yeah.
1: impression that a pepper's strength is based on internal seeds mm-hmm. in
3: it. So, is there like is there like I, a burn? Like, is it, is it like hot? Like, if you drink uh-huh. it, or? oh
2: yeah, yeah. Feel free to crack one of those. And yeah, you don't, don't have to drink it at all. Just try. Yeah,
0: it. yeah. 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 It Brandon will oh, drink oh, the rest. It'll, it'll <laughs> tingle your throat oh, a little no, bit. No, that thing is spicy. Uh, I can't. I, so I can't even have it because I will get heartburn so th- that the, yeah, that's
1: oh my I have a make sure put problem. it up on that mic and give it a quick
2: give it a, a little sniff oh, first man, I can smell. Oh, yeah. right away yeah, it yeah, just comes smell. right out of yeah, there yeah, yeah. that is so good man so the spiciness oh, is from capsaicin. i think i'm saying that right sounds so and fancy and that's an oil so yeah. i i know that the seeds are spicy too um but um yeah, What's the, so it's the oil.
3: The, so the, like the oil in the capsaicin. I only know this because of pepper spray uh-huh. and work related. Yeah, stuff. yeah, oh it's yeah. Like, yeah. It's That <laughs> that that oil that you know that's hot. Yeah, it's the stuff that burns and really. So it's the oil
1: in. on the exterior of the pepper or inside, it's like the like juices they, of the When pepper? they
3: extract and refine the oils and oh, so they can Ooh. they can refine <clears> it down to. Like as hot as they want to make it, like mm. so hot, you're like you feel like your mouth is gonna melt out of your head. But it's not <laughs> yeah. actually, it's not actually melting, but it feels like it. Yeah, yeah. Sounds enjoyable.
2: Yeah, so I think like <laughs> the capsaicin is like throughout the pepper, and it would be in the seed too. You would think so. That would be extra spicy.
1: Jerry, the verdict.
3: It's, uh, it's you still know, setting in though. It's it still setting in. <laughs> like when it when it first hit, it was kind of like a little fruity, like uh-huh. how peppers are, yeah. and then. You know, you start to feel the you can move that the spice kind of move that
0: up towards you there
3: kind of you know kicks in a little more. It's good. Yeah, you it's want good. the mic cl- as close as possible so you get that big yeah. sexy going. Yeah, oh, there you go. Oh, there you go, Jerry.
0: Yeah, and then you get that like tingle down the throat. Uh, I'm curious oh. what you said about the um, the water or the less water. Yeah, which one makes it more spicy? I
2: less ble- water. I believe it's more water That's makes it more thinking. spicy mm. and drier makes it. So it makes it a healthier spicy. pepper
1: because it got more water.
2: I, well because then it would have more you know nutrients and mm-hmm. be able to grow more right yeah. let's look it up but there. I'm pretty sure that's how it is yeah look it up yeah Those so I call dude. Markham and I'm asking I ask him like how spicy these peppers and then he like looks at the region and oh wow yeah
0: and then like, cool. there's okay, like a, well, a website or something I need some more
2: yeah. or no no he just knows where he's getting it you know he works over at Charlie's and oh, they know oh,
0: oh, oh. Markham. Chef Markham yeah, yeah. chef Adam oh, Markham. oh, okay okay he knows
2: yeah
1: is he gonna yeah. make it to the meat party this year?
0: He said he was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. God, I can't remember. He's he going called. on the Gold Canada this year. You better get your dates up. Yeah. Uh, he came last year.
1: Man, is that a fam- going to be a family yeah. trip? Yeah. yeah,
2: that's family float this year.
1: Yeah. See, I can't bring a party of five without a raft.
2: Yeah, you have to buy one
1: or rent one. Oh, you I'm not. Rent I'm one. not gonna. No. Why not? I was thinking coming solo with like uh, a. Um, you can come yeah, Either totally. a pack raft or or a. Um, a paddle board. I got
0: my single man raft. That would be awesome for you.
1: Oh, oh! Yeah the, the, okay. how to do yeah. It. yeah, the
0: little um one man cataract. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be yeah. amazing. Like
1: I need brother. to go do it and and learn do it myself before I bring my yeah you know my most cherished totally you know prized yeah possessions of my life. It's a good idea <laughs> on yeah. a on I a river. Agree, I think man. that'd probably be, you know. Hey, you guys want to go yeah. for rafting? Yeah. I've never done it before. Oh, yeah, let's give it a go. Cross your fingers.
2: Yeah, it should be a good <laughs> trip. I think
0: a lot of a lot of kids
2: are coming.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a good time.
2: So.
0: Went full transition to family.
1: Yeah, I did. There is a boat and, uh, yeah.
2: Family won.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think it makes it (laughs) a lot easier
1: to put it on the calendar if the family can come. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, it's like. This this that and the whole family. Oh, I'm luckily, sure. yeah. Put look, it on there.
2: Luckily, this trip has been going on far 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 before we were like in relationships with people. So like, and it's you guys like have gotten your fixes on that, yeah.
1: Without your families, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you know, totally. Everybody's gone through river madness. They've all gone yeah. through the phases. Yeah. Now, now you're ready. Yeah. You know when the madness comes on, you know how to subdue it.
2: I think I've been ready for yeah, a while, right. but the subdue kids weren't it. ready. Subdue you know.
1: It. Yeah. So, they're ready now yeah yeah they all can swim they all aren't scared of the water anymore well and sit, never were, sit
2: on a raft all day in bad weather you know
3: that's mm, yeah. all in the golcana yeah. Yeah. yeah i've never really spent much time you know on like the interior rivers because it i mean you know i grew up in acreage so most of it was just all i always focused on kind of what everybody else does you know mm-hmm. kenai casiloff and yeah south central south central yeah mm-hmm. you know
2: yeah, it's amazing on a summer weekend when you head from Palmer to Glen Allen how few people are going that direction. Yeah, yep. It's awesome. There's a lot of I cool stuff. I love
1: going up there, man. Yeah. I have a love affair with that. Yeah. Paxson I, Lake Summit. Yeah. I yeah.
2: want to float the Delta, too. That's another wild and scenic river.
1: The Delta River? Yeah, mm-hmm. What start at like Black Rapids down no, to the big? No, you start or, at
2: the um oh like um, the lakes, the lake, oh the Tangle Lakes. Okay, so you start there, and then I think it's motorized until you get to the waterfall, or right around the waterfall. And there's a big waterfall you have to portage around, and oh. then it's a wild scenic river for I don't yeah. know how many miles below there forty or sixty or something.
1: It gets real skinny in some spots.
2: Yeah, I think it would be like the Upper Gulkana. Yeah. The broader Gokcano is really small. I watched
1: my cousin pretty much almost lose his life crossing it in a four-wheeler. Oh, really? Yeah. In October. But he survived. I mean, he rode his four-wheeler like a jet ski for a while. Yeah. He got across. Dang. Yeah, it was pretty sketch. So does but,
3: that drop like the water water level like uh, if you look at the Kenai like in the winter time, but usually by October it's like you could just about wade across it in mm-hmm. a lot of you know, a lot of spots, but
1: Yeah. Yeah, Delta is very similar. Yeah. By then it's like whew, summer; it's raged up. Some if you went in like July or something, you're it's going to be good. Yeah. Because you're going to peak heat. It's going to be Milton Glacier coming down.
2: I think this is like above where those dirty rivers, parts of the river. Um, yeah, yeah
1: I'm envisioning in. like Black Rapids down to Big Delta in the Tanana.
2: Yeah, this is above and that's, that. That's
1: that's like gray, gnarly. Yeah. braided Maybe I would think really challenging to read it right right there yeah you you could hit a braid and just be like dry all the pictures
2: i see from this section are like crystal clear water Mm. um yeah it looks a lot like the the upper
0: have you ever done campbell creek
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah a long time ago in a in a in a custom seahawk from fred Myers. Nice. with the uh yeah. blue handle orange oh, paddle yeah. oh yeah yeah and then you lose one of your two paddles so oh, then you're down always. to one paddle
0: or it breaks or you lose air yeah.
1: well th- that's that's round that's second <laughs> second second part and then then it flattens out and then you're in the middle of i don't even know where you are yeah you're like oh shit i'm on diamond and arctic like
3: <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's one of those things, like Campbell Creek. <laughs> like Back before there were it, cell phones. All of that you know, it used to be, it, I mean, it was never really like so pristine because it's in the middle of the town, but, you know, I remember like when I was like in fourth grade, you know, we'd take pallets and build rafts and like, you know, play oh. pirate and try to float down the creek. And, you know, we fell in the water and got wet and gulped some of it by accident, mm. you know, and like it never, like you didn't really get... You know, you weren't afraid of anything weird or catching something, mm. and now it's, like, if you were to look at how some of that is now, and it's oh, just yeah. how nasty it's gotten. All the bum camps. Yeah, you'd want to make sure you got
1: a shower real quick yeah. once you get out of the water. Might get a rash. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of disgusting. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Jerry, because back then, you know, late 80s, <laughs> 90s, early 90s, you didn't think about none of that stuff. No, right? no. You just... Take a bath in there, drink it, whatever. I mean,
1: it was contaminated, I'm sure, but not to the level it is today.
0: Right. I actually haven't really been seeing a lot of it lately. Not even in the, like, I mean, I drove by the bridge or whatever. I haven't, like, actually walked down and looked at the old spots.
2: When you take your bike on any of those trails, there's a lot of camps on the trail. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that can't be good.
1: Damn, I was just in San Jose. You want to talk about camps, dude. Oh, really? Oh, my goodness. They're communities. They're not camps.
2: And like, where are they?
1: Well, you know, in the areas where they have, like, custom vaulted ceilings under bridges.
2: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Jeez. So,
1: Riverside. Yeah. We got, like, about three inches of beautiful waterfront Yeah, flowing through a sewage wow. area. <laughs> That's, I mean, it's funny, mm. but not funny. Yeah. It, it was just yeah. really, really... I. I think every community has their, you know, homeless issues. Mm -hmm. And I think because we're, you know, here in Alaska and we're so far away and we have our issues in in Anchorage mainly that we think it's bad. And it has gotten worse in the last five years. It's gotten really, really bad. Ten years for sure. Um, But there it was, like, amplified. I mean, it was, I mean, it was, like, everywhere you went and – it, it, you quickly are reminded and humbled about how much you actually like where you live, mm-hmm. maybe not so much the snow and the ice and the bullshit, but you know, yeah, do we have a homeless problem? Yeah. But does San Jose have a an catastrophic homeless problem? Yeah. Like, yeah. So I was like, all right, ours isn't so bad. Right. But it was, it was yeah, reality. thinking check, about man. the
0: homeless thing. Cause I was talking to my wife when we were in Hawaii. Like you just see homeless there and yeah. like would you rather be homeless in hawaii or alaska yeah
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: which one well i, I the reason i asked that too is you're talking about people are camping by the creeks yeah, yeah. which is smart of them right because they're by at least somewhat yeah, some water water right. source you know water and source, and yeah. in the woods they can make a fire and yeah, yeah. you know so that's yeah. all right but those people that are camped by the ocean mm-hmm. they got they fish yeah they do fish i'm yeah, sure yeah. people the homeless might even fish on campbell creek right
3: one of I the mean, big benefits see yeah. him at ship creek and uh when the kings are running yeah. they'll be down there at yeah. the bait shack he yeah
1: oh yeah. yeah yeah he doesn't turn
3: them away No. i mean
1: as long as they're behaving I, I one thing i noticed that was a benefit on the hawaii angle was the public showers
2: mm-hmm. yeah
1: uh, you know what yeah. I mean once the folks are coming and going and pass through yeah. the showers you're getting off the beach and mm-hmm. cleaning sand off their stuff and their feet and whatnot, right? they can get in there with a bar of soap and at least get a shower once a week yeah. or whatever it is so yeah. there's that you know yeah
0: one thing I was impressed too was the amount of free parking mm. everywhere yeah. like the street parking's free it's limited parking but the beach free. parking's free yeah. they don't charge you
3: like no so yeah. if you go downtown here, it's You can't it's, park anywhere. If it's during yeah. business hours, they want money. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They're gonna get well, it you or be- they're gonna get a, give you a ticket. You better pay here. They will it's like as soon as you park, they're
1: just like
2: they're on it. Yeah. No, you're right. Even like Plus the Colorado. hiking trails down there. Like we go out to the Glen Alps here, we have to pay. Mm-hmm. There's no paying at the hiking trails in Hawaii that I went to. That's interesting. In
0: all the beach wreck areas, you don't pay for those. All the side road all that main road, key yeah. all those all it's all free parking. Yeah. How was Hawaii, bro? It was amazing. You look beautiful. We tried to go fishing. Damn, oh, no. really? We rented a rod and got the stuff and went out to some spots and didn't get anything. Ah. Did the long? Did a- no, we didn't do the long. I don't. I didn't know how to do it. Yeah. We did talk to some of the guys but uh-huh. and watch, but we didn't see anybody get anything. But, you um, were doing like spinner? Or? Yeah, we rented a spinner rod and uh-huh. went out to the end of one of those long rocks and, yeah. and got some shrimp and some squid and stuff like yeah, that yeah. And, and tried, but we didn't get nothing. It was fun though. Yeah. tail really wanted to try it, yeah, especially cool. after we went snorkeling. Yeah, Like, you oh, know yeah. they're in there. All these fish. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, you know, so it was yeah. it was awesome. It was, it was great. Yeah, Thanks you got a asking. nice tan, man. Yeah, I tan really easy. I went back to the school and everyone's like, the kids are like looking at me. And
1: Something's like, different. You look different, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mister Daniel. You look something, Mister Daniel. You look different. <laughs> I was like,
1: yep. How was it? Fam- <laughs> how was the family time?
0: Oh, it was amazing.
1: Isn't it great?
0: It was amazing. It was great.
1: I mean, it's like if you're like my family, not to put the attention on me. Just saying, it's all extremes, right? It's love and fun and fights and yeah. arguments, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. disagreements. Yeah. Back to love, the sunset. Oh, you know, <laughs> the next morning splitting the boys up. I'm like, god damn it, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like vacations are so. The families you are yeah. just. With each other the whole time. Yeah. It's not like a Saturday and a Sunday at home, mm-hmm. and then everybody goes to school on Monday and work and the routine. It's like day one. Yeah. Day two, day six.
0: <laughs> day eight. <yeah>. Day eight.
1: <laughs> you know, you're almost kind of ready to go home because of the, it sometimes, but not yeah. really. No, it was awesome, man. We had a
0: great, great time. It was, it was, it was fun. Yeah. Ready to go back? A lot of firsts for the boys, which was cool. Yeah. Like they never boogie board. They never snorkeled. They never really even swam in the ocean. I mean, Mattel when he was little, yeah, like with yeah, me, you know, yeah. when he doesn't remember. So well, it, it was cool safe. to see them.
1: It feels safe and it's cool to on see those beaches.
0: It you does, know, but you see a lot of kids that are, still have fear. Oh, yeah. There's a oh, bunch man. of kids that wouldn't even go mm-hmm. on the water, like, or not mm-hmm. even close. And so my kids like are afraid like, of sharks? Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there was one little boy I was playing football with the boys. I bought a football and we're playing, and, of course, other little kids yeah. come, so I'm throwing the football to all these kids, and one little boy would refuse to get in the water. And I, the funny thing is his family was from Alaska. Oh, his dad really? Dad was, like, mm-hmm. saw my hat or something. Yeah. He's like, you from Alaska? And they're from Wrangell. Shout out to them. Nice. Oh, um, long-time fisherman, retired guy in there with his uh, grandkid, and and the boy must have been, like, th- three. Uh-huh. And he had a life vest on in case he wanted That's to go on the water. Small. Yeah, But even still, like, he would not even get in the water, like, let the water, like, touch him. Oh, really? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if the ball went to him and it went into the, like, just a l- the waves are coming, he would not get it. <laughs> and so I would still throw it to him. Yeah, and, then yeah. I, I, and we happened to be sitting next to them, and he's like, yep, he refuses to get in the ocean. I was like, why? He's like, sharks i was like <laughs> he's like three years old like how did he learn the spear? Yeah, yeah. yeah you know it's but he refused to do it and even though you see all the other little kids yeah in the water right but
3: yeah i never i never had an issue with really getting in the water until i <clears throat> so in 2008 i did this cold water survival training in sitka and they had us jump into you know one area of the boat harbor and i was like oh you know i mean it's cold it sucks but we're huddled up together and we're kind of floating around and doing our thing and you know and they they teach you about the effects of like when you when you kind of open up your arms and you spread out and you feel the cold come in and then when you kind of get into the huddle position and everybody's together you can you can feel the water warming up and it was not a big deal until, like, I saw this freaking sea lion, like, swam right oh. under us. Oh, like, hell, yeah. like one of the one of the, like, 2,000-pound sea lions, uh-huh. and I so was like, hey, <laughs> we're going to die. Yeah. Like, this thing is going to kill us. Those things and, are assholes, and, too. And, yeah, they, I, and, and I know that. And I was like, this, this is crazy. Why are we doing this? And the instructors are like, oh, no, don't worry about it. You know, it'll be fine. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's not fine. <laughs> you see those videos all the time yeah. when it's not yeah. fine. Yeah, that's right. And it was fine, but it was still like when you're that close to something that you know I was that much power and you see those things eat fish and they flail them around and rip salmon apart, like king salmon, like a 30 pound king salmon. And it yeah rips it through the air and rips it in half. And you're like, it's going to rip my leg off. Oh, yeah, right, for sure. Yeah. Oh my
1: God, dude. That, no, thank you.
0: Who was I with? Was you? And then we were worried about the dog. Yeah. Because we oh, saw yeah. the one and it's like, came, like, it was like coming for the dog. Mm. Do they? Is there a lot of numbers of that, like dogs jumping in the in the in the ocean and being attacked by those? Have you heard much of that?
3: I I, I want to s- check it out. I've seen it. Like there was a seal that got after a dog in Whittier, but I don't think it's like a a big thing.
2: Okay, it's not off, common. Yeah. Off of uh, Perry, I was playing fetch. Uh, there's like daycare bay, and then on from daycare bay, you can like go over this little ridge into the. I guess it would be like the north side of Perry and it's a little lagoon and there's this boar sea lion like across like maybe 200 yards away and I was playing fetch with my dog and then I kind of like wasn't paying attention and walked back towards that crest to go over to daycare side and Brooks my dog followed me and not like 10 seconds later right where Brooks was that big boar just came out of the water looking for yeah it was definitely a stock That's. I mean, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. No. That happens. I I
1: googled it real quick and I couldn't find any like statistics, but like in your position when you're out in a wild area, it's one thing I think by a harbor. Yeah. Maybe where there you know there's boats and people and dogs and they see dogs and they hear dogs barking and they're smart. Yeah. But if you're out in the wild, out there, out there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: and a dog swimming. I mean, that's that's food.
2: Yeah. And if a sea lion's 200 yards away and then you don't see it, and then you're out of the water, and right where your dog was, you know, seconds before that, it does this crazy, like, I don't know, it came projected straight up out of the air and, like, kind of made a little head nod and barked or something. And, yeah. Well,
3: and they don't just eat fish. I mean, they eat all kinds of stuff out there. Well, they're 2,000,
1: to, yeah. well, to your point, 2000 pounds. Yeah. So a lot of calories got to go in that yeah. critter mm-hmm. to keep it 2,000 pounds, right? Yeah. yeah. Urchins and crustaceans and yeah. flesh has got to be its yeah, probably thing for stars and
3: whatever else they could get. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, they
0: mention those penguins, don't they, down in the south? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Seals and I may sealants, have shared yeah. this story before. Forgive me if I'm repeating, fans and my fellow constituents. Ooh. Did I use it go. right? Good word. Yeah, man. Give me some love. <laughs> um, Valdez, like 20 years ago. 20 years ago? Almost 20 years ago. Yeah. Getting older. Um, used to have a bar called the, I think it was called The Bar.
0: <laughs> Super
2: you know, original. Coincident.
1: Yeah, very original bar name. Right on the front. You guys know Valdez Harbor?
0: Yeah, since it's right down the, the tri- It's
1: got the, the, the strip at like Mike's Palace, Mike's Place. I not forget what it is. And it's got The Bar. Yeah, I think it was called something else. The Club. The Club. I think it was called The Club. Another original. And... I was staying on my my buddy Scott's boat. I was down there just for the month of August deckhanding on his uh, silver charter and halibut silver combo boat. So he had one boat we'd fish on during the day, and then he had uh, a big uh, Chris Craft, like a 38-footer, that he just had sitting in a slip, and we slept in that at night. And every night, you you went and made your tips, and then you went over to the club and spent all your tips. Oh, yeah. Went, you know, stumbling back to the boat every night at whatever – you know hour of the morning it was and i'm walking back and i hear all this ruckus going on down in the harbor by the docks and if you've been to valdez it has the most amazingly beautiful fillet table setup like very very gorgeous stainless Mm -hmm. with the big chutes that run down into those big reservoirs in the bottom and yeah you know, you, you come in at, you know, four or five o'clock in, in the afternoon, and all the guides are coming in with their monstrous lings and 100-pound halibut and giant yellow eyes and piles of black bass, and they're all piled up in there. And uh, I'm stumbling back, and I don't remember what time it was, and I hear this ruckus, and I look down, I'm like, what the hell is that thing? It's a, one of them, like, 2,000-plus-pound sea lions up on the dock uh-huh. next to two skiffs, and he's plucking carcasses out of the bucket Uh, right out into the harbor and then there's other sea lions swimming around so he was just feeding everybody oh yeah pulling those mon i mean we're talking barn doors carcasses throwing them out and he's next to those boats and they're like 18 20 foot skiffs and he's just he looks just as big (laughs) as the length of those boats and that was the most humbling I was like, holy shit, because you just see their heads and yeah. backs, and they kind of porpoise, and then they go down. You don't ever really get a true depiction of how big they are. And then we had one come up behind Eric's boat one time out out mm-hmm. off Montague, and he was, looked aggressive. And I, and I remember that day when he popped up, and he splashed next to the boat, and he came in behind the boat, and then he popped his eye up, and they got these big silver dollar white eyes. Mm-hmm. And he was swimming left or right, and Eric's on one corner. I'm on the other. It's slack tide. We're just sitting back there, just like, come on, man, waiting for the tide to swing so we can get some action. Mm -hmm. And he pops up. He barks at us, and his big white eye just goes like this. Boom, boom, boom. Looks at him, looks at me, looks at him, looks at me. (laughs) Barks at us and then dives. And I'm like, I just watched videos just weeks before of one of them fucking things, jumping on the back of a boat, and then, capsizing it because uh, they're so big and heavy right and then you tell me that story jerry yeah. us that story up and like screw those things man yeah. those things look like they have bad intentions <laughs> they do man they're oof, yeah, with their no red thanks. eyes and
0: they're all bloodshot eyes oh, yeah. Ooh, scary
1: creepy dude yeah. the monsters salt water in their eyes all the time <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> shall we uh start our show
0: yeah 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 Let's Do it. yeah uh welcome to alaska wall project episode 106 um, today we have Alaska outdoor adventure photographer Jerry Herod. Yeah, I say it right. Yeah, that's you like a lot that title. Right there. How was that title? Yeah, pretty it's nice. Yeah, <laughs> what's the abbreviation <laughs> on that one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to jump right into this awesome picture that you brought us.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna pull it up. Um, that's it minus the the text. What a photo, Jerry. Yeah. So for our listeners, I want to explain, because I happened to be here first today, tonight. Uh, Daniel texted me and said, hey, Jerry's in the parking lot. And I run down there and open the door, introduce myself. And he's like, hey, I brought you guys something. like, what? Man, you don't got to do that. And he pulls this three by three or three by four, whatever that thing is.
3: Yeah, I think it's um, 24 by 36. So it's a decent size.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, what the heck? What did you bring, man? And You know, just a little something I put together and cracked that box open. And what a freaking amazing, thoughtful gift. A uh, photo of what's probably like a 12, 13-year-old ram. Yeah, probably probably 13. Chugach Range, right? Yeah, Chugach. Absolutely gorgeous piece donated to the Alaska Wild Project Studio for our decor. Uh, Jerry, thank you. Oh, yeah, so very very my pleasure, pleasure. out yeah. Thank you. Beautiful man, very, uh, very, very
3: gracious of you. How what?
0: close were you when you took the picture?
3: Pretty close. I mean, even with a with a telephoto lens, you know. So that was I shot that with a 400 millimeter prime lens. So it's it's not a not a zoom. It's just fixed at 400 millimeter. Um, but even that still was probably like 30 yards. Oh yeah. wow.
0: He's looking like he's looking
3: right at
1: you. He's looking right at me, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like, I see you there. Isn't that funny about sheep? They rarely ever look at you like this. No, um, they don't. Because they' their eyes on the side of their face. Yeah,
0: <laughs> right. They're prey. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Walk us through the shot. It looks like it crested, of, like you were on one side, and it kind of crested towards you, and just you're waiting for it.
3: Yeah, so I actually didn't know that he was specifically there. I, there was two other sheep there. Um you know, much, much younger, much smaller than I was kind of going to go up and go after because I was like, well, you know, I, I had an idea that he was around, but I hadn't seen him. So I'm like, well, just, you know, I came all this way. I'm not going to just go home. So made a climb and got up on these rams and kind of messed around with them for about 30 minutes or so. And then I saw this guy kind of, you know, he kind of peeked his head around, like this cliff that sort of wraps around you you know it's it would be like to his his left as he's facing us and there's like a cliff that wraps around and you know it's about 40 yards and he kind of peeked his head around and i was like oh crap there he is you know like the one that is a pretty popular ram you know i mean he's well known in the in the community of people that really get up there and get after it and uh But it's pretty rare to get such a good photo and be so close and actually get to spend time, you know, and he really wasn't freaked out. You know, he kind of came around the cliff, and I was between him and the other rams, so I think he wanted to get there. So I just kind of stayed put, and he kind of came around the cliff and came out in the open, sat around for uh, 20 minutes grazing and uh, i got a bunch of good shots you know some like like shots of a lifetime that you you know you think about images that you go out and try to get and you know doing wildlife it's it's kind of feast and famine so mm. you could go out 20 times and not get anything and then you go out one time and like you get the images that like make a career, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it, the images that people see and they're like, oh, you know, like, I want to know who this guy is. And that's kind of one of those things that happened with him that day. And uh, yeah, there's another photo was just,
1: of him, I think. Is this him also?
3: Yeah, that's him also. Oh, yeah. It's a good name. Uh, I mean, I just. Dude, you know. He's like, he's heavy and. Yeah.
1: Curl, he hasn't broken his tips off yet. I think this one looks like it's about to come off.
3: Yeah, he's based kinda, on the other angle. Yeah, on the other angle, the um that lamb tip there is starting to break off a little bit, but Yeah, I mean that you know, he got he got the cover of the <laughs> the fall issue of the Wild Sheep National magazine and then uh, I went down to Reno because I would, I entered this photo in the photo contest that they had. Is and that then, the one we were voting for? Yeah. 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 And so this this is the image that ended up winning the yeah. the overall
0: Right on. Yeah, what did you win? It,
3: it was uh, a pair of Leica binos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. What do you do? Yeah, right super on. nice. Yeah, the rangefinder ones? No, not that nice. Wow, oh, yeah. come on. Wild Sheep Foundation. <laughs> no, but they're they're <laughs> pretty nice. This guy nice. got like he's yeah. basically kissing the damn ram.
1: Come yeah, on. Uh,
2: what a beauty.
1: That photo I is my I'd say is my favorite, right there. Just it, you know. I mean, isn't that thing like right off the Kuyu, like the the jacket, like the
0: yeah, the, pretty the, much, <laughs> uh-huh. pretty much. You know, I wonder if you, um, you know, when hunters go up and they're ready to take the shot, they got the camera in the hand. Do you hike with it in your hand, ready to go, or do you pull it like in the pack, like a quick draw?
3: So when I get up to a certain point, you know, like I, I don't really on the initial approach, you know, i have all my gears kind of stowed away. Cause I, you know, you don't want to take a fall and, yeah. and drop it. Oh. Um, but once you get up to a certain point, it's kind of like, it's just like hunting, you know, when you, when you start to get within range and you're like, oh, you know, he's like 300 yards away. I'm going to get my, my stuff ready and yeah. then start getting even closer and, you know, a lot of it is like, it's it's kind of more like archery hunting than rifle hunting because you're, you know, you're playing the wind and you're using cover. And, you know, there's times where that's what you have to do to to get a shot. And then there's other times where like this occasion that, you know, he was, I, I was known to him. He saw me. Uh, he could even smell me. Yeah. And he just didn't care. Just posed. Just pose, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. He was almost ready for it, waiting for you. That's he awesome. looks like an old boy too, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, really old. Like probably, I'm think we're thinking, you know, probably thirteen. Yeah, we we did yeah. a little count on the right side. Um, Do you
0: have like a um, like where's the camera? Is it like on your neck, on the thing, or are you holding it in your hand?
3: It's it's in a backpack, and then I'll. I'll take it out and okay. set it up and, you know, so it's, it's kind of a, it's not really a process to put it together, but, you know, so you get your camera body and you get your lens and then it's about 24 inches long. And then there's a lens hood that goes over the, the front glass on the element. So, you know, rocks and stuff to don't bang it or whatever and keeps the sun out of the, out of the shot a little bit. So, you know, it takes a minute to set it up and, it's okay. And you're on a tripod? Yeah. yeah, most of the time it's just freehand. Okay. You know, because like a tripod, there, you know, it, it, it could be handy or it could be a hindrance. And mm. I've kind of gotten to where, you know, I, I, I didn't use one for the longest time. And then there's a few shots where, you know, this last fall I was like, man, I really wish I had a tripod. Because mm. when, you know, when the moment comes, you can have your camera set right there, ready to go and you're just waiting for it to stand up you know like if you got a sheep that's bedded on a cliff and, and there's nothing you can do you just got to wait until he stands up and you No, know, that
1: could be so long
3: it could be yeah. an, it could be 30 minutes it could be three hours yeah you know and there's one really nice shot that i missed and if i had a tripod and it was ready to go and just sitting there locked in on that spot it would have been you know i would have made something but yeah, you know, it's kind of you just live and learn, you know. And I'll probably go back. I'll probably start carrying it all again all the time, and then um, I'll probably go back to not carrying it because it gets heavy after a while. Yeah, I bet.
2: I bet. Yeah. What's yep. your ideal range?
3: I mean, ideally, with a big zoom, you know, if you're like fifty yards, uh-huh. you know, you can you can make some cool stuff. Yeah. Um, and then there, there's you know, it's it's nice to have that zoom and get those nice tight portraits, but then it's kind of, you can get into diminishing returns. Cause if you're too close, the lens is not going to focus. Mm-hmm. And then you could be so close that, you know, you don't have, you can't really, you know, you can't make the shot that you want because right. you're looking at the, you know, the, the, the whole scene. And if you just got like a picture of half a head, yeah. I mean, you, it could be artistic and yeah. in the right conditions in the right setting, but most of the time you know you like especially with sheep you want to you want to see the whole sheep or you want to see mm-hmm. part of the environment or you know at least know that yeah that's a ram and it's standing on a mountain and there's another mountain in the background or something like that yeah glacier glacier like yeah. yeah
0: yeah i brought that up to carrying cuz um i've been seeing more and more cool things like i mean marsupial I mean, I have their bino thing, and I see their chest pack. Yeah. And we've talked about on the show, like, different cool, like, um, life vests and life jackets and things in pockets. And I wonder if they – one of the photography companies had invented or have something that's like a – A quick draw. A quick draw. Yeah, yeah. There like is,
1: a, right? There's a, um, specific f- f- um, camera harnesses.
3: Yeah. there's There's a company – Called Cotton Carrier and if I and I'm not sponsored by them or anything, but they're it's pretty handy. You know, it's it's got pull it up. Yeah, a
1: mount, there's another brand that I there's saw
3: like too. a little um there's a mount that goes on the bottom of your camera or the bottom of your lens and then it's uh, it's like a male female bracket that kind of goes together and it's a quick release where you just turn your camera ninety degrees and you slide it down into the bracket and turn it hundred and eighty okay, and it, it stays uh, there.
0: I see it. Yeah, that's not what I envisioned. I envisioned like one of these hunting companies, you know, with whoever it may be, just making because so many, yeah. so many hunters and outdoor people are carrying cameras right. and yeah. camera stuff yeah. now. Like, I'm surprised they haven't. I mean, I could see marsupial doing that, you know. Well, so they, it,
3: it's interesting you mentioned marsupial. Health. I uh, last year I reached out to them, um, and I was like, hey, you know, like I I do a lot of hunting, but I do a lot of photography and I just mentioned hey you know like kind of what you just were talking about easy access to the camera you know while you're out hunting and they're kind of because it's kind of photography it's it's real niche you know Uh so like if they i could i could see why they weren't really interested because if you went full bore and you made that if you know you only got a hundred people that bought it yeah Yeah. be kind Mm
0: of a. you should do a custom one Mm -hmm. just for jerry I'd yeah, that's it, all right. It yeah. doesn't seem like a lot of protection or anything like that. You know.
3: Yeah, it's it it's out in the open. I would think you could
0: make a a chest carrier like that, but it's like padded around. It's not so exposed.
3: They start to get, you know, heavy. Any anything that's that's photography and it's padded and it's a pouch that's made for a lens or a camera, they, bulky. they're real big and bulky and that's kind of the issue.
1: It comes cumbersome.
0: Yeah. It sounds like there's a market there. Well,
1: mm-hmm. and then there's a lot then you're wearing a pack. So you got your pack and then you got that thing hanging off the front yeah. and you're trying to Well, it seems the, the same as people that have
0: the binos and the pistol and the yeah, know, those are all the things too. and they <laughs> got like all this crazy Side stuff, kids. you know what I'm saying? Or the fly fisherman They're dude cool that has down? the crazy, <laughs> th- all the stuff on there and it just seems yeah. like it's a ton of stuff, yeah. you know? A bunch of shit hanging off the front. Yeah. Like, like some beats. Yeah. I'm surprised there hasn't yeah. been a good um, photo, like a camera one. Anyway, someone smart out there can do it.
1: Yeah, no, that's pretty cool though. Is that kind of similar to what your camera looks like when it's all suited up?
3: So I've got one of my smaller lenses would would look similar to that, but the one that I've the cotton carrier I have straps to. Um, it, it it wraps around the backpack strap, mm. so it's not on your chest, but it would be like uh, like where like the kind of around where you would put a a hose for a camelback it straps oh, to that okay. spot kind of like that yeah
0: Kinda just of, like just like that uh, right okay. there
1: that's cool that's a little more look you see he's got his marsupial binos
0: no those are something else
1: oh they are yeah
0: that's the
2: um, oh kafaru bag that's, yeah
1: okay but th- just in general though yeah. he's got his bino harness oh he's got those badass sick leather gloves man i have a pair of those i love them <laughs> Dude, they don't make them anymore, They look badass. They are, dude. They're the shit. That's really cool, man. That's more convenient. This guy's a pretty famous photographer. I've seen him before. Yeah, Stephen Uh, Drake. He shoots for... Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, that's who that is? Yeah. Okay, yeah. He's got a bunch of sheds in his backpack. Way Cool.
3: Yeah, I mean, that, so the, carrying it like that, you know, it's, it's real handy with a smaller lens. You know, if you've got kind of like a, I call it like a walkabout lens, like a 24 to 70, 70 to 200, a hundred to 400 zoom, you can kind of get away with it, but they're starting to get pretty big and bulky, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of a couple of pounds along with the weight of the camera. Um, you know, I've got, uh, it's a, it's a 400 millimeter prime and it's, um, uh, it's, uh, F 28 eight, so it, it lets in a lot of light. You could shoot, you know, it's good for wildlife. It's a fast lens. You pull that up, Brandon. Well, uh,
1: the uh, the camera itself, the one he's talking about.
3: Yeah, what was it again, Jerry? Uh, so if you just uh, look for a Canon four hundred millimeter F two point eight. Canon four
1: hundred.
0: It's right down there. Two point eight. Uh, so, like, the... The 2.8i?
3: You know 2.8i, yeah. The double eye. So, like, just the lens itself weighs, like, eight pounds. Oh, and wow. Then oh, that's a Magnum. Then you put another two pounds for like your that camera that body. right
1: there, the big boy?
3: Yeah.
1: Holy moly.
3: Is it white like that? Yeah. Yeah,
1: so there It
0: comes with a little handle so you can hold it up. Steady.
1: Yeah. Wow. Oh, so you have, the, like your camera like this on the right oh wow yeah, so you can yeah, hold so it so oh, eight pounds that's a lot of
3: weight yeah it it is a lot of weight it's hard to you know like if you're if you have a plan to go somewhere and like backpack in and this dude's candy's bag yeah. is eight pounds <laughs> yeah, let's not worry about that. <laughs> but it's just the let's not worry about it's that. not so much the weight because i would you know the way i look at it is like if i'm going to carry that lens in the camera and then like you know half dozen batteries and other stuff that goes with the the kit it's it's no different than like taking a rifle or spotting scope and Mm -hmm. adding Mm -hmm. that extra weight but it's just the the size you know it's it's bulky and it's kind of awkward to get around with so it takes up a lot of volume in your pack and Mm -hmm. it's not you know they're they're so expensive that you really you don't want to strap it to your pack like a rifle and gotcha yeah let it get on the rocks yeah no way
0: can you do in your setup where you're hunting and bring your photo stuff or it's like one or the other
3: if it's big stuff like this for wildlife photography, it's kind of one or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll do, you know, like the smaller, like a you know the walkabout lenses. They'll, you know, yeah. they're they don't weigh that much, so it's it's not bad to add that to it. It's kind of hard to get around if you're going to go like, like on a backpack sheep hunt because you're already kind of maxed out on space and volume and weight. And you know, you got a fifty pound pack, and then you're like, oh well, it's another six pounds of camera gear, and then yeah,
0: you need like a camera caddy. Yeah.
3: Mm hmm.
1: Yeah, all the camera stuff. The Sherpa. Yeah. The yeah. camera Sherpa. A Sherpa. The, yeah. the camera caddy.
3: You're only 50 pounds? Usually it's 40, 48, 50. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know, right have eight
2: there. pounds of candy?
3: <laughs> I don't know how you guys You don't fucking, bring cream? I don't know how you guys fucking do it, dude.
1: <laughs> that's the problem. Uh, not bringing the dehydrated beer. That's That's where you're messing up. The oh, you, you have dehydrated beer? <laughs> no, I just like to talk <laughs> shit. Yeah, I think yeah. that's light anyway. It's probably yeah. just powder, right?
2: I do bring a little bit of gin.
1: That's cool. Like a shot worth for a day. I think I'm going to start bringing, bringing the scotch. Well, oh, you yeah, brought, yeah,
0: no, when you brought, you brought like little, uh, which I thought was genius, the shooters. Yeah. yeah. Instead of bringing yeah. a big old thing
1: like that. Oh, that that's a good idea. Yeah.
0: What yeah. are you going to yeah. do with that? You know? Yeah. You
1: put it in a platypus and you rock that shit. What are you talking about? What are you going to do with that? Oh, okay. I'm
2: safe. I, see I just saying. put them in those like little airplane water bottles. Oh, cool. And then also, if you just get the little shooters. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think those shooters, We I had like two of those, and the rest of the gin was like in my.
1: You just like, save it for a rainy day or like, no, a celebration? like one and a night
2: before, you know? When oh, you, you get packed back to like camp.
1: one per evening? Mm-hmm,
2: one shot. So mm. I think I had two of those. There's 24 little, little things. Yeah, you. I got 24. <laughs> <little things. laughs> But and then so I bring that little now uh, taking a fit. Oh, what's it like <laughs> Crystal Light? <laughs> yeah. You know, and you take the gin and they mix it with the Crystal Light and that's
1: like gin, gin and juice baby. It's always
2: cold cold that's water. That's why we're we screwing up and we're
1: not bringing a liquor. Yeah.
2: I don't bring candy.
1: Oh, you're trading one for the other.
2: Well, I just don't eat candy. Although those sour yeah. worms you had, Daniel, were
1: good. Oh, or gummy bears. I got to have sour something.
2: Uh, but I do Al-gannies. have chocolate. I bring chocolate. I guess that's yeah. candy. You know, I bring yeah, the brought... fancy chocolate.
1: Wait, wait, hold on a second. So. You don't bring a full-size Kit Kat?
0: No, I, I don't bring full-size No, size he brings Kit-Kat. the whole Costco thing of dark chocolate caramel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did do that, this <laughs> year. <laughs> uh, uh, <no. laughs> Let him fool you
4: now.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: so I guess
1: we did have candy this year. Jerry, <laughs> if you're going in 50 pounds, you must be sacrificing
3: the goods it's well a lot of it is uh it it, it's clothes like Mm. i'll I'll go it's pretty minimal on clothing um i'm kind of like messing with you because i'm way heavier than that and then uh so if i if i don't want to tell you if i've got a 50 pound like if my total kit is 50 pounds um it's with a rifle and a spotting scope with the rifle spotter this little tripod i've got um it might you know some two liters of water one liter. that's all minus the water weight okay so it's just just strictly just the gear so it'll like it'll break down to probably right around 50 um and then the way i pack it is like 15 pounds of it is food you know Mm -hmm. because it's yeah oh yeah you can't get around that usually yeah and I, I I have to eat I eat a lot even if I eat a lot on a sheep hunt I still end up like a 10 day sheep hunt I'll lose 10 pounds yeah. and yeah like yeah. I'm I'm small already so I really can't afford to lose too much so 15 to 20 pounds of food some people hear like 20 pounds of food that's crazy yeah it's, no, like, it's well, not, man. not really I mean yeah. you know and you don't want to go into a calorie deficit doing that either because you'll You'll crash and burn out there. You won't have energy. You know, you'll you be lazy around camp. I mean, you got to yeah. eat. Yeah, that's right. Eat.
0: Before we go to the break, number one favorite dehydrated meal.
1: That's a good question.
3: It's pretty tough.
0: You got to eat the same one for a week.
1: I mean. Yep. You only a- allowed to bring one. Seven you know, day hunt. Every night.
3: <laughs> there's Damn, Brandon, the <laughs> pressure <on. laughs> no pressure jerry. there's a lot of there's Sorry, a man. lot of good ones um daniel pump me up you know i've i've kind of it, it's kind of hard to pick just one because i've got like a favorite from all of them yeah um but you know, can only um, pick one jerry there's uh heather's choice makes um shepherd's pie it's, oh. uh-huh. it's really good i've never yeah. had that that's one I it's of one that. of the newer ones that it okay. it? yeah like, just came out
1: this year. Last year. Okay. Yeah. Christmas yeah, yeah. She kinda, time. She kind of okay.
3: got it dialed in last year, and then I got a few of the few early samples to kind of run a little bit, and it was... Nice, yeah, dude. It was, it was on it. Okay. It's good, good answer.
0: Yeah. Good answer. We're going to have to try it. We'll be right we'll back, and we'll it. get into the other favorites we got around here. <laughs> this guy's going to say candy.
2: Barney Sports Chalet supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. Barney specializes in supplying hunters with the absolute best Alaskan-proven gear on the market for some of nature's most rugged and demanding terrain. Whether you're headed to the remote volcanic islands of the Alaska Peninsula in search of a brown bear, or the shale-infested glacial valleys of the Brooks Range for dull sheep, it is critical you choose the right gear for your dream hunt. Don't miss Barney's exclusive brand, Frontier Gear of Alaska, tested from the high mountains of Tajikistan to the extreme conditions of alaska these products were designed for high performance and durability frontier gear was derived from decades of experience hunting big game in alaska paired with other top brands it provides you the absolute best gear selection anywhere in the world stop in at barney sports chalet in anchorage on northern lights or check out their custom website and reference tool at barneysports.com
1: the alaska chapter of backcountry hunters and anglers BHA is the voice of our Alaska public lands, waters, and wildlife. From national-level policy work to engagement with boots-on-the-ground projects from Kotzebue to Ketchikan, BHA performs public land cleanups, hunting and fishing clinics, and community education to help take your game to the next level. BHA's community-minded goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping wildlands wild and fostering the next generation of sportsmen and women for years to come. Make sure to follow BHA Alaska for upcoming events, local brewery, pint nights, and more. Stand up for Alaska public lands and waters by supporting the Alaska chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. Join us today at backcountryhunters.org.
0: The Treehouse AK, your one-stop dispensary located at 341 Boniface Parkway. Be sure to ask the bud tender about their deal of the day because honestly, there's always something good on deck. And guys, listen. This is where the culture lives. At The Treehouse, their dedication to servicing consumers has been developed through a lifetime of involvement in the cannabis culture. They're committed to providing the highest quality products at whatever value your budget affords, while always maintaining the deep-rooted principles that have carried them this far. Their focus is on relationships over transactions, and you can always depend on them to treat you with the respect you deserve. Hit them up at thetreehouseak.com, and remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store.
1: Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. At Total Truck, you can find brands such as ARE, RSI Smart Caps, Goose Gear, iCamper, Front Runner, Rigid Lights, Rhino Linings Bedliners, and everything you need to outfit your truck or SUV. Alaska Overlander provides 4x4 vehicles and expedition trailers, custom-modified for Alaskan adventures, and outfitted with rooftop tents, fridges, and all the camping and cooking gear you need to start exploring. Visit them at alaskaoverlander.com.
0: I, I missed this on the opener, so I'm going to do
1: it now. There's ne- it's never too late, man. You have like three hours. I'm good. You have like three hours to do, you know, get this shit together. Are, do you guys got your, uh, your meat party meal kind of ready? Or are you guys, are you guys stumped or are you guys got something planned? I mean, I do.
2: Uh, yeah, I am super dialed.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. And, uh, the only other, the only thing is
2: I wanted to have like a gluten-free and not gluten-free option. And so, um, it's appropriate. I'm not like a master baker. So, um
1: are you doing a quiche or some shit
2: it's, it's gonna be Ooh, good a surprise i got a really good one but katie from concoctions bread invented like a gluten-free a- addition Ooh. so i can use her so i have a test at the house now
0: so i'll just tell you guys i'm not gonna i'm doing empanadas with my mom Ooh, nice. <laughs> okay. with your mom yeah hell yeah i can't wait yeah i've been waiting forever <laughs> so actually, you know what I want to do because I only have um, caribou and moose. If someone has something else, oh, you know what? I actually, have um, you have some deer. Actually, um, Tyler's going to give me some access deer. Oh. I, I want to do some. I with.
1: got some mammoth. What are you talking about? Oh, you got some, some mammoth. mammoth. Damn. Yeah, let's do that. you already let's went let's after one of those things. Let's do that. I already punched my Jerry.
0: This is going to be your first uh, meat party. Yeah, yeah I you the fire one? Right. Yeah. When is it? What's what um, the date? The twenty fifth.
3: The twenty fifth of April. March, March. Yeah, tell one of your boys shift trade, shift oh, trade. Be, oh yeah, that's right. You told I'll me be, I'll be out. Yeah, I'll be out hunting. Ooh, what yeah. are you going oh, for? D- oh, so okay. Last uh, divulge, Jerry, divulge. Yeah. So not not for not this draw release, <laughs> but last February I drew the uh, farewell bison tag. Oh, for spring. sweet. So yeah. I'll be out there for ten days, March the twentieth through the thirtieth.
1: Hell oh,
3: man. man. It's so cool, bro. I am a snow machine or cub
1: or what are you doing?
3: So yeah. we're gonna fly out there and then uh my buddy that I'm going with has kind of got a connect out there uh-huh. with a the guy who's got a uh like a trapper's cabin. Okay. Snow machines are already there. Sweet. So it's like we just plug and play. Plug and play. I mean it sounds easy, but it's you know like when you get out there it's going to be like bush alaska you know it's you know gotta do all the work get the cabin prepped you know get the chainsaw going get all the firewood cut you know get everything get check the snow machines make sure they're running and get everything set up and so it'll probably be a full day of just that and then getting settled in and then hop on the sleds take the arctic oven and go start cruising Man, that sounds awesome. Is that amazing
1: or what?
0: That sounds so awesome. Did you hear um, the episode with David Brophy?
3: I didn't get to catch all of it. You know, I was kind of in in between on some work stuff, so I only got like the first hour.
0: Okay, yeah, he goes into it towards the end there. That was a really good story. That's a whole different cool way for that hunt. Yeah, but I want to do it that way, the way you're going to do it, if I ever draw it. Yeah. Or if anyone I know ever draws it invites me.
3: It's like i think the i'm not sure about the delta but i know with farewell it's once every 10 years yeah
0: i just need it once yeah one
3: time yeah once just yeah man
1: but i don't even need it i just need someone else i'm with to draw it just to (laughs) go go. i don't need to
3: pull the trigger man i just want to (laughs) come the odds of drawing anything anymore have have gone down so much and even in the last 10 years big time Uh, i got three uh, this year you got three? Fuck no! no. I'm kidding, I ain't <laughs> nothing.
2: Yeah, dude. I mean, I think all of us have been putting in for those bison tags since we were ten. So for like thirty plus years, we like yeah. our inner groups have never drawn it.
3: You know, it's funny because like this was not a first choice hunt for me, and I was like, you know, because I I'll dump in on everything because I figured I'll get something if I you know if I put two hundred bucks into the into the roll, something will come out. And two hundred. That's just the top, that's bro. just You don't put that. Full he doesn't pipe. have kids and a wife. You yeah. don't. You don't go seven hundred deep. What yeah, no, talking about not married, no kids. You know, oh, so it's just okay. it's just me. And um, I was like, you know, I've never You're put in, off easy. Never put in for the farewell bison. I'm going to put in for it. What? Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to put fifteen bucks on that. Just felt just backwards one. Into it, and, you just uh, did one of them. And yeah, I, I got it. Ah! <laughs>
2: That's fucking awesome. That's
3: perfect.
0: That's amazing.
2: Oh man, that's some good luck, Jerry. Yeah, well, yeah, he came in. To you guy, want a team permit what? next year? Yeah, <laughs> hey, you, a, you want a party <laughs> He
1: he came in and mentioned that. And I'm, it, as I asked me if you listen to the show, and he listened to David's show, and it's like, yeah. By the way, I got the farewell permit. I was like, my ears perked up. I'm like, what? You did what? And I was curious if he got the fall, and he's going out to do the. Do the winter one,
3: man. It's badass. You yeah, I was I was debating, you know, if I wanted to do the fall or or the winter hunt and I was yeah. kinda thinking, you know, as far as like the logistics and getting around and you know, I'd I'd never done a winter hunt and I was like, well, we just fly out there and you yeah. know. So a out. whole different thing. Yeah. When
0: you do the winter style. I like that. Yeah, I like that winter style. Are you gonna bring the cameras? Oh
3: yeah. Oh you yeah. got to. Even even the opportunity just to to go out there and see those bison and even if I just photographed them as a wildlife photographer and, you know, if I didn't kill one, I I wouldn't be sad because I would hope to at least see some to photograph. Um, but I'm, I'm planning on, you know, trying to make this like my first actual sort of video experience. So I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to film it. Um, you know, I've got some ideas for some time-lapse photography that I want to do and then video, photos. So yeah. it's just a fun. matter of kind of like coming up with a plan of how I wanna execute it all and then you know and put then it get together. there and it all goes to shit. Get and there yeah. and it all goes to shit. <laughs> just like any any plan B. Any yeah. Alaska, any fly out that you ever do, you got plan A and it's bullshit <laughs> yeah. as soon as you get there.
0: That doesn't look like it did right. on Google Earth. Yeah,
1: doesn't Plan A end up <laughs> being the Plan B? Yeah, you're planning for bull- bullshit, and so Plan A k- happens. You're like, "Wow, yeah. oh,
3: that'll never happen again." It <laughs> went so good.
2: <laughs> so you're gonna <laughs> sling lead or arrows, or?
3: I'm gonna take a rifle. Yeah, I, I figured you know an opportunity like this, I, I could put in for the rest of my life and not draw it, and then it's in every ten year only draw right. as it is. So I'm yeah. like, I'm. Uh, I don't want to risk trying to, yeah. you know, and in, in the, I could see where, you know, with the stock and everything, you could you could get on them a little easier in the fall, yeah. But in you know in the winter time when they're all together and there's you know not much cover and the snow's crunchy, yeah, and oh, yeah. it could be pretty tough.
0: Absolutely.
3: Yeah, Wait, it's going to be. Hopefully, have the
0: meat for next year's. Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Hmm. Or mm. do you get it early? And then we're eating fresh backstrap. There you go.
3: That's a possibility. Oh, yeah. that's,
0: that's what I we're going
2: to
3: hope for. Yeah. Because if it, uh, you know, if if it's like the day after we get there and I get one and then we're out in like three days, turn around on that, it's I'll be there.
2: Oh, I was just thinking about that tender a bison tenderloin that was fresh yeah. that we smoked on the trigger. And eight, that was that uh, episode one.
1: Two. One?
2: I think it was episode. First no, one with the two. guest. Yeah. First one with the guest. Episode. Two, with two, Jake.
1: yeah, two with Jake, yeah. That was good. It man. was so fun. Bison. Good. I mean, I've said this a hundred times on the show. It's my favorite. Yeah, oh,
0: man, mine too.
1: Yeah. I mean, it just there's something about what they eat and how it. Well, Dave is going to bring some bison. Yeah, to the party.
3: So I haven't well, had yeah. any. I haven't eaten any of the wild bison from oh, here in alaska uh, like i've had like you know the the what they say is free range bison from montana or whatever you go to fred meyer and you buy it when they have mm-hmm. it and yeah it's good but i don't i can't compare like you know like bison to moose or you know bison to mm-hmm. sheep or
0: yeah
1: it's so clean and not gamey mm-hmm.
0: um
1: i guess that's like the it tastes it's like a clean, little, man.
0: it's
2: lean, but it like tastes fattier than moose. if that makes sense. Like, I agree. It, uh, yeah.
3: So like more, is it more closer to beef than, than yeah. moose? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. 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 Much more neutral in its flavor. Oh, yeah. Definitely great, closer great to beef example. than moose. Yeah. It's not as dry on your tongue, or on your palate. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, texture's texture is good. Um, yeah. It's just like the least gamiest.
0: It seemed like it's soaked up. The salt and the flavor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I did. Like sometimes some of that stuff doesn't penetrate all the way through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just moose, seemed moose like it absorbed that, it, yeah, yeah, that it flavor. Yeah. yeah,
1: moose meat just like gets on top.
0: Yeah. yeah. So if you get like an inner piece, you don't really get any of the yeah. whatever you put on there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It just tastes like a bloody nose sometimes.
0: Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> did oh you draw monkeys? anything this year?
3: Nothing. It's good. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. screw you man you're 20 years. you're going uh, on a 20 year yeah. drought now no, yeah a, a buddy of mine drew he drew one of the chugach archery tags so oh, no. we're gonna nice. be doing we'll be doing that so i'll still be you know it's not my hunt but Are you my, about billy uh for sheep yeah yeah uh billy uh oh, an no, elite billy? He, no he's uh there's a different another so yeah you're telling I, me two Billys drew a chugach sheep uh no this is a john oh yeah. okay so what are the chances? But uh, Billy...
1: Um, he drew that? Yeah. Nice. I, th- I don't think he even knew exactly what he Archery? Archery or what? Yeah. Wow. Chad was hella salty about it. I
0: bet. That's oh, <laughs> awesome. That he's good, good for him. I' are probably going to go with Chad anyway.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Chad's going to put him on it. Man, I'm excited for your awesome. bison hunt, man.
3: Just hold on. You get to do the bison And then go do a Chugach ram. And go do a Chugach sheep hunt, yeah. Uh. Help a a buddy out with that. And that's, it's, I've been applying for that hunt, like, ever since I got my archery certification. So it was like 10 years, like Mm -hmm. every year. Like, I'll just dump, dump them all in there because that's, that's what I want. And, you know, I just never got it. And I, I know people who have got it like every other year back to back. And I'm like, who do you know at Fish and Game?
0: (laughs) What's your buddy's name?
3: Yeah. Yeah, some guy told me. Oh, go
1: ahead. Go for it. I was just saying, I had a salty acquaintance of mine. Oh, God, Fish and Game got four tags. And I'm like, if you look at the, you can pull up the, the PDF. Yeah. And I think like one guy in the state got three. Or something, or a couple of people got three. There so was, was that like, one that sure. we're
0: on the feed with. The guy got like six. And Wes's wife got two. Oh, she did. She got the elk, and she got a goat.
1: A goat. Oh, Yeah, she got the goat.
2: But we're on the feed with someone who got like six tags. On that report, yeah.
1: no one got six tags.
0: No, this was last year, I think. Last
1: the or one this
3: that,
0: year's feed?
2: Yeah, it was this year's feed. It had, that that I'll, I'll look it up while we're. Hey, on we
1: before. looked it up. I got a screenshot of it, and no one got six. People got three. No one got more than three. I'll double check it.
0: Can we triple check it? I triple check. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>.
1: Triple check <laughs>
3: it. Yeah. yeah anyway. We're, so where what uh what area are you putting in park? It's the uh one it's D S one forty one, so that's uh kind of all around a yeah. a Lake there. Yeah.
2: And that one starts in September.
3: That's yeah. It's pre- I think it's the whole month of September. Yeah. Okay. Is that some so, nice Rams yeah. up there, man? There is some nice Rams. I know where they are because I've spent a lot of time in there. Yeah. Me so. too. I've seen them. Well, I've seen them from the lake, but they look like hosses. Yeah, I've been. I've been on that. Uh, so two two other times on two other occasions, tag holders that I knew that were buddies that I helped out, and so I kind of got it dialed in. I just gotta get the tag. Yeah. <laughs> You you get Center? I get a few photos, you know, yeah. here and there, and uh, but nothing. I mean, like when when we were doing that, it was kind of like the mission at hand. The, the mission at hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's you. You look at all that photo gear, and you're like, man. I mean, oh, that's tough. You know, six six or seven pounds of photo gear, or you know, do I want to just l- offload that? I'll just use my phone this trip, and then. You know, so you just got to make a hard decision on that.
1: Please tell me you're going to take some gear on this sheep hunt.
3: Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. You yeah, have I'm going to, I'm going to film it, so it's going to, uh, yeah. it's going to be all in. Good for you. I'm. We can't wait to see it. <laughs> I just I like need. Some, that you're I'm going to film game. I'm going to need somebody to. going to do a great job to Edit it and put it together because the computer that I have right now will not handle the the processor. It it won't handle the that all the apps and everything that you need to edit that yeah. and put it together. Yeah.
1: I know a guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We bonded this trip on, a, on or this hockey trip. We haven't gotten into that yet, Daniel, but I have a guy. Okay. You got a guy. Yes. All right. That's, that's I think, I think he, he might be free a little bit at first and then we might have to start shelling out some yeah. cash, but Adobe. Yeah. Premiere.
0: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. He's good.
1: He's, he says he's a full geek. That's so. what you need. Yeah, so we need someone Seriously someone though, that
0: knows what all those million buttons means. Yeah. Seriously, though, <laughs> when, you get,
1: when you get there, reach out to me and yeah, oh yeah, we'll definitely. hook up with Bill. And, and he said he's down to help and get involved and everything. So,
0: What other hunts you got planned?
3: And that's pretty much it. The bison hunt and then uh, I've got my own sheep hunt planned out. Uh, nice. That's, that's going to kill all, all the free money I have to go hunting. Is you know the flights it, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's going to be it because this hunt's going to be expensive. It's you know I mean it'll be it'll be a trip going out and then probably two trips coming back. I mean if we get a real big bison, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a lot of money. It'll be over five grand just in the flights. Um, sure, yeah, be worth every penny. Man. Be worth every penny though.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm curious on what other what what kind of backpack and stuff you're using. What kind of gear you use for sheep hunting? For sheep
3: hunting, yeah. Probably, you know, mostly it's probably similar to what you guys are using. Um, you know, I've got I've got a couple of different packs that I run. I've got an XO Mountain Gear, mm-hmm. oh, um, yeah. so and then I've got um, got a Stone Glacier. And I kind of I kind of go back and forth, kind of depending on what kind of hunt it's going to be, and you know if if I want to carry, you know, if I want to shave a pound or two off the pack and put a little bit more gear or a little bit more food, or uh, it seems like if I'm, if I'm focused on more with the photos and the hunting, then I'll carry the EXO, mm-hmm. just because I like the way that's the, you know, the layout and the design with the pockets. Um, you know, this, the stone glaciers are great packs, but the pocket designs are pretty basic, you know, cause you got your main compartment, there's the top lid, maybe another pouch and that's, that's, that's it. Kinda it. Oh, you're done.
0: Yeah. I've been looking at those XOs. I like to get one that's like a 5 or like one of their smaller ones.
3: Well, they're going to be at the uh, – they they may not be in person at the sheep banquet, but they're going to have some packs. Oh, they are? Yeah. Okay,
0: great. That's been the, my only thing. I like to quick get my hands on it and yeah. look at it and yeah. touch it. And
3: yeah, they're really impressive, so you'll definitely yeah. check them out. Those, those are, are really kind of gaining
1: traction. Oh, yeah.
0: All LA. I've heard is good things about them.
1: Yeah. Who, was, it, uh, was it Gary Weaver that was in here talking about those? Yes. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I'm yeah
3: pretty sure Gary.
0: Yeah. What about um sleeping bag?
3: Synthetic for you know all the fall sheep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know a lot of guys are running down, but I just it's it's going to get wet eventually at some point, you know, it's from condensation or if, if you got a bivy out and it gets wet that way or you know it's and then you get into a uh a down bag and if your clothes are soaking wet, you know, it's, it's gonna, you'll, it, you'll dry out eventually, but then the down's going to be wet. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what are you going to do kind of with that? You got to figure out a way to dry your bag out hope the weather's nice. And, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I wouldn't be the first person that took a down bag and spread it out on a sunny day. So it would dry out. Yeah. So I've just run synthetics and all fall in the winter hunts or any any kind of winter camping or cold weather it's I'll run the down yeah. for that just cuz you're not it's it's not as much of a concern you know to get it wet but you get into a synthetic bag your clothes are wet you you wake up and you're I mean, mostly them. mostly dry
0: yeah yeah you do got to be ultra careful with that um
1: down bags yeah you're like ridiculous about it though
0: well cuz I've been through the bad situation it, it only gets, takes once. Like yeah. if
1: you open that door in the water and he's like, all up. <laughs> <laughs> I scrunch up like a little. <laughs> get my bag wet. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well,
0: because I woke woke up one time and the whole teepee doors open. The whole bottom of my bag is done, and it's like
3: I'm good. Thirty eight degrees. Oh yeah. Or oh, were you it's saying Jerry
1: earlier about it
3: with the bags? Yeah. Yeah. It only takes once to just ruin, ruin the whole trip. To ruin the whole trip. Yeah. yeah. And then you're just, you're going to be sucking the entire time. You know, you're going to be hating life. You guys ever got in your bag just fully geared
1: minus boots? Just Yeah. (laughs) Never. I have too. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Not not no down bullshit down bag.
0: (laughs) You went in with the boots one time, didn't you?
1: No, I peeled my boots off. I almost did.
0: Okay. (laughs) I I said someone went in with the boots one
1: time. I was almost full panic and I just wanted to get in there. Remember how fast I fell asleep, dude?
3: Mm. I was just like, <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean, like I, take the boots off and uh you know, A few occasions where I just I stripped off the boots and the rain shell, and then whatever I was wearing, I was like, whatever. Just get in the bag and try to get warm. I
1: wore my rain gear. Just
0: yeah,
3: went straight in. Yeah, like
1: And the wiggies though, you could, out, the wig, yeah, so yeah, you could the do that the with yeah. the
2: wiggies. I've definitely never gone in with boots or rain gear.
1: Boots, no. Be kind of a pain in the ass to like get in a bag with your mountain yeah. boots on. I like to sleep with
0: nothing, <laughs> just the box. I mean, just boxers, yeah. But I hate the morning when everything's like frozen, and getting uh,
2: everything oh, back getting on. Now, yeah. It's like, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I sleep fully clothed.
2: Yeah, no, I sleep in boxers.
1: Yeah, we're like, I'm just ready to get out and go hunting right away.
2: That is the way to do it, then. Mm-hmm. Where be dressed. I We've been in many hot. situations like
0: that yeah. uh, with you, or I've been you, where yeah. you wake up and you're like, shit, there's a fucking ram right there. Yeah, yeah not, you got to take
3: yeah, a piss gotta, and one's looking at you. You got to yeah. put all your clothes on. Yeah. 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 Just be ready. Contacts.
2: So yeah. The contact <laughs> thing sucks.
3: Ah, well, I've, I've heard about guys. There There's one actual verified incident where um, a buddy of mine's hunting partner, one year they were up in the Brooks and he. You know, got up, got his jet boil going, telling me about the story, you know, gets coffee. He's just, like, sitting in his sleeping bag. He's all cozy and warm. He's like, oh, I'm just going to open up the fly a little bit and see what the weather's doing, and shot a ram from his sleeping bag. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So we're just (laughs) chewing cud looking out?
4: That
2: was like us two two years ago. We, If it was a half inch bigger, it was a dead Mm. ram from the tent. Yeah. Yep, he just wandered right there.
0: We did full panic mode Just Scrambling <laughs> <laughs> they were
2: scrambling Slow Because up. it was We couldn't uh, We couldn't see how big he was And we had to get everything set up so And we both well, Like he was that, that. close you It's know? hard
1: not to do that Because I mean You're not thinking ever Yeah That it's going to be outside of the tent yeah. <laughs>
2: Well you have
0: to though Yeah you have no, to you Especially if you're well, in the zone Yeah you have to
1: Well no you Now, now that you've experienced yes. it Now yeah. you're ready And you have yes. this You know Memory of like Okay hey
2: yeah, we we you knew know. but knew better than that. I, I think it had to do with like being in the we we had went to sleep in the fog, and so I think like we just like got up thinking
0: it was like foggy. So yeah, mm-hmm. we went to like bed in a torrential fog. torrential downpour. Yeah, yeah, and fog.
1: Yeah, your like mind shuts it down. Yeah. So like hunting is like a I'm good. I'm not too worried about hunting. I'm just gonna sleep. Yeah. Get comfortable. Get dry.
0: Yeah, but hot tip though, slowly open the door. How often
1: though does like shit like that happen on just hunts in general? I mean, when we you just get caught with before, when you get caught situations, with Situations just right here, four of us. You get caught with your pants down. I mean, I'm talking moose. Yeah, bears. Like if you're hunting something and like, you know, you let your guard down one fucking second. Yeah, I mean, I've I've done it on
3: I've done it on moose. It's never happened on sheep, uh, but moose and caribou both. I mean, there was. Two, two seasons ago, I was calling at the spot for moose, and I was there all evening, and I was like, man, there's not. There's nothing, yeah. there's nothing. This Spare is, sits in, you're like, fuck is, it, I give up. This is, is crap, up. you know, yeah. yeah, I was like, uh, that's exactly what I thought, this is bullshit, I'm gonna go hike, you know, six miles down the hill, go to another spot, picked up a rifle, backpack, got everything on, strapped it up. Talking to yourself all out. I was it. talking fuck to myself, crap, crap, you know, and then, uh, <laughs> like, 90 yards... On the range finder, there was a spike fork looking right at me. And I was like, that's that's what I need right there. Yeah. And uh, everything was packed up. I was like, well, what am I going to do? <laughs> it's nice, <laughs> nice to see you. Yeah. Yeah. I, he watched me. I watched him for like a minute. And I was like, should I move? Should I get my gun? If I move, is he going to run? And yeah, he ended up getting away. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it works, man. When you least expect it or you gave up.
1: That's why when the sun comes up to the sun goes
3: down you have to be ready yeah cuz i mean it's hard the, to do but you got to do that the opportunity could come at any time and you don't know when it's going to happen you know it's like with with the i look at the wildlife photography like i do with hunting mm. you know but there you're not you're not killing with your camera but it's you're going for the trophy shot and You know, you could spend a lot of time and if you kind of get lackadaisical and you're like, well, you know, just go for another hike and not, if you put it in your head that you're not going to see anything and you expect that, then that's normally when those crazy things happen and you're like, oh man, you know, I wish I had that ready or the gun was ready or the camera was ready and and then you miss it and it's gone and you, you know, you don't see it again.
1: Yeah. That's why you have to, in my opinion, you have to respect your window of opportunity on a fishing trip or a hunt same way you slot one day in, 3 days in, 10 days in it could happen m- the first morning at daybreak you kill your moose, catch your big fish, whatever yeah. or it could be in the last 2 minutes of daylight on your last day like never give up on the hunt until you have to go home it's the most important thing. It's so hard to do, isn't it?
2: Yeah. No. Stay present. It's a mental game. Yeah. You
1: you have to be just as ready and prepared all the way to the very last second of it because your window that's your window. And you never know when it's gonna give you an opportunity.
0: Yeah. yeah. Easy to say.
1: But I mean it I I mean I mean hard is- smash your brain with that every single minute of the day when you wanna give up it's so easy to do when you don't see anything and it's raining and it's like yeah shit ain't gonna happen and then the spike fork pops up at not at 802 and it goes the sun went down at 751 and you have like two seconds to get your rifle out and shoot his ass and but is it like the greatest thing ever when you get him down and then all that time and despair and you know, negative thoughts going through your mind like this shit ain't gonna happen. It's just like poo, gone. Got him down. We got a moose, caribou, sheep, big king, whatever. It's it goes away that fast. One more cast. One yeah. more cast. Yeah, one more cast. If you've experienced it enough, yeah One more you cast. Can, turns into ten. You can usually turn your mind around
3: to know that there's still a chance. Yeah, you know.
0: Is sheep your favorite animal to, f- it, to shoot? It,
3: it probably is. You know, it didn't start off being, um, actually, it started off as being moose. And Yeah, pull, I'm up, not, some,
0: pull up his Instagram, and some hell. of your moose shots are amazing.
3: Are we looking at the hunter
1: or photography?
3: Uh, probably still the photography okay. on there, yeah.
0: Uh, and also, for people listening, it's Jerry Harrod f- Photo Alaska is the Instagram, and the other Instagram is Jerry Harrod. Hunt Alaska and Herod. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Okay. H yeah. e r r o d two R's on Herod.
1: You going with like a reel or a photo?
0: It looked like um, a, there's a photo. Man, the Wolverine shots what are the awesome hell, too, dude. Oh, no that one's way. right. Okay, uh,
1: Man, no one ever you could came see and got Wolverine. some of your
0: sheep.
3: So that's uh, that's one that. So this this was actually from a pair of Wolverines. It was a male and a female. That's the female, and they it looks young too. They had killed a sheep. Oh, and really? They were, they were, like, tearing it apart and running away with pieces of it. Wow.
0: What this is bad. where, Campbell oh. Creek?
3: Yeah, Campbell Campbell Creek. <laughs> oh, upper what a great base shot. Upper, yeah. wow.
0: well, look at that shot. I mean, it looks like you're right there. How far that's away are you epic. from that?
3: That's, yeah, I mean, that's one that, uh, you know, right spot, right time. Wolverine came running. And it seems like they're always running. If you see them... Out and there's if there's no like food source or a kill, it seems like they're always running. You're right. yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And th- this was a instance of just running. Like it, I, I I was I was watching something else, and I already had my camera out, so I was just kind of sitting there, and and then I I could I heard something like on the rocks, and I look over, and I was like, it, my camera in hand, ready to shoot, and I just raise it up to my eye, and blasted off some shots as it ran by wow. and so it's like oh so it's running right there it's running right there mm-hmm. so probably like tw- 20 25 yards wow very very small window to even get that image oh, Yeah.
2: it didn't carry you there
3: it did that yeah, that particular one did because it you know like it 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 came around and it it probably didn't smell me so it was just cruising mm-hmm. and it saw me and was like darted
2: no, just, it it's yeah. just like a mini bear man yeah. that thing's like a mini yeah. bear so it looked like a lot There of was air.
0: one moose shot i wanted you to put oh, it was oh, like okay. um it's like breathing or something you have like the you caught it when it was like had its breath and it's like foggy scroll down you know which one i'm talking about jared
3: uh there's i've got a couple that were like that so it's like breathing out
0: yeah okay yeah here we go yeah keep going down a little bit I think that was it up there.
1: This guy? That no. That's awesome. Look that at the is awesome. on that thing. Oh, yeah. That's an old bull right there.
0: Look at its right side there.
1: Left side. Left side. Our right side. It's like an elk. Yeah, it well, does. That, that's it's like staggish. That's a de- depiction of an old
3: Yeah, an old bull.
2: So a lot of your moose shots are, are you up in Glen Alps there?
3: Yeah, most of those come from Glen Alps, you know, just because it's. I mean, it's kind of hard not to, not to get up there when they're, you know, when they're yeah. not just kind of the rut, but kind of any time you can, if you're willing to do some hiking, uh-huh. you know, you can kind of get into some stuff. But yeah, I'm just trying the, to find that one you were looking for, Daniel. Most of the time, the big stuff happens, you know, during the rut
2: this year did you notice uh, uh, like uh, how a lot of the rut was happening in the forest up there versus in the flats like normal
3: i was kind of seeing some of that you know I, I i didn't really spend too much on the rut this year doing any photography but the people that i talked to i mean there was you know quite a bit of it was in the the black spruce there yeah, yeah.
2: maybe the other page
3: I was mean, there's a, there was a pair of big moose that got locked up and died up yep.
2: there. Yep. That's a famous one there.
3: Yeah, I've got I've got a photo of, mm-hmm. of that bull um, okay. on there, but he's uh. not from this year, but from previous mm-hmm. years.
0: Right. Open up, open up that one. Sorry, Jack. Open up that one that he's like, looks like he's calling. Oh, it's up a his little mouth bit. open? Yeah. Um,
2: did oh Did anyone name, have, have a theory box. of uh, why they're in, in the timber middle. Middle. this year? Yeah, the
0: one in the middle.
1: Oh, not that one? I don't think so. That's a close yeah. in the middle. Oh, this yeah. guy here. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you know, we saw like the same just ca- sort the, of thing up at our moose camp oh, yeah. and you know, I saw it up here hiking and then mm-hmm. a, a couple of other photographers I'm friends with were saying the same thing and it was like talking to pilots, they saw similar things. So kind of statewide. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if it was like temperature or what, but you know, or you know, it was so wet, I
1: Say again, Jack. What was going
2: on? Um a lot of the well so the Glen Alps rut is like famous for photography, right? Like the bulls come up above tree line in the alpine and mm-hmm. they're like in the I guess they're right at tree line. And like this year top, they were like right yeah, the, and yeah. this year they're deeper in the into the forest, into the Black Spruce. Like and, lower. Yes. And in the forest fighting. And oh, then man. and then, you know, I saw similar things like up here about so so did like Freshy, you know who as a photographer works with us and then you know at moose camp we saw a similar thing and then talking to jake and a few other pilots they saw some similar things so i was just wondering if yeah. anyone had a theory why you know the moose weren't in the same spot running
1: it was warm i thought
0: that's your theory
1: no i mean one thing i noticed more than any other year it was very warm mm. i mean we went early and we're up in the interior, but um, something was different this year. We didn't see a lot of moose, uh, but it was warm, and it, there was just nothing going on.
0: I think people have been I mean, spilling it, that athletic greens.
1: Oh, shit.
0: <laughs> the elevated oats down in the, down in the trees, <laughs> yeah, lower is? men
1: yeah AT1. i mean every year is so weird you know it always changes and whatnot but it
3: seems like it really yeah. doesn't you know it's kind of depending on where your region is you know it it does revolve around the weather you know I've, I've noticed like out you know locally and out in the valley it's when those nights come when you first start to get those real hard frosts yeah that's when it really starts to kick it off yeah i yeah.
2: mm-hmm. agreed.
0: that's a beautiful picture Broaden yeah. that links up can you open that wide? Yeah. Man. Man, that's beautiful.
1: Was he looking at you, Jerry? Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, I've just got a handful of length shots. It's kind of one of those that have always been really elusive, at least for me. You know, you just got to find, you either got to find a food source or there's a lot of, you know, hairs and mm-hmm. grouse and stuff like that, or or just get lucky, you yeah. know, when they're around.
0: Yeah. Do you have a preferred season?
3: Oh, what a beauty. You know, probably fall is like my most favorite time yeah. of, of any. Um, just because it's it's kind of, you know, you get that classic Alaska. Everything is like, it's all the colors are the, the biggest and the brightest that they're going to be. The yeah. autumn. Of the year. Yeah. You know, all the fire on the tundra and the trees are yellow and the moose are rutting and. You know the sheep are getting fat, and everything is like, you know, it's they're they're in the prime, the most prime shape that they're going to be, all year. And yeah, so, right before winter. Right before winter, and so you're going to get there's no bugs. And there's no bugs, so you're gonna you're probably going to get the best images of of the year in in the fall.
0: Yeah. What, what about man. um like light wise, like early morning. Um, cloudy days. Is there a specific uh, preference, know, or I know for photographers, they there's
3: certain types of light that. Yeah, a lot of a lot of photographers talk suck. about, you know, like they, it's and it is ideal to have like they call it the golden hour. You know that yeah. that little bit in the morning when the sun's first coming up, and that little bit in the evening right before it goes down. Um, you know, there's, but it, it's hard to hit that light and be in just the right spot because you, you, you have to be, you have to know in relation to where the sun is rising or where the sun is setting and where you're going to be and where you hope the animal is going to be. And for all of that to, you know, all those factors come, come in, come together mm-hmm. into one is, is pretty tough. Um, I, I prefer to shoot in like overcast because the lights flat and even. So it doesn't matter really what direction that you're, mm. that you're shooting, you know, that you're, you're going to get the composition that you, you want and you know it's you're not going to have a neutral playing field it's a neutral playing field so you're not you're not going to have the the most amazing light necessarily but you could get some really cool stuff Mm. because you can maximize your time you're not waiting for like oh you know it's it's noon and it's august 10th and it's clear and sunny, and it's like, man. Yeah, know, you're everything's just down. You're waiting for that, yeah. So you get those cloudy days where things move a little more. The lights even. It's easy to get. Um, it's easy to get some, the shots that you want without having to wait for angles of the sun. And
1: even if you're not specifically waiting for that ram or that moose or that yeah. goat, you can catch a random hare yeah. or a or a owl or yeah. or, or something that's. You got any good or an mos- eagle or something cool.
0: Mosquito shots. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh Guess <Just> what?
3: <laughs> that would probably be like the hardest shot to get. I bet. Uh, I bet. Uh, is there's a that. guy out there
0: that's like that's his thing?
3: There's there's people if you so if you look up like macro insects, okay. There's there's people that are into that. That's their thing, is like you yeah. Know, like micro photos of, of bugs and
2: yeah. That's pretty
1: rad though. Yeah, it is. I've always been kind of enamored by dragonflies. Yeah, man, badass. They're beautiful, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're like fucking choppers. They're, they're getting you hear a them coming in and, and they ain't hurt nobody. Yep.
3: they're, and they're, they're, and they're you aggressive know what? though. I mean, they've got some some fangs. Oh, will they bite you? I, I don't think I've never been bitten by one, but I've seen them when they've like. You know, grabbed a stickleback or something, and mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah. pull it up, right.
0: close
1: up. Yeah. You know, know what else of, is uh, pretty amazing flight. about those things is the way they just bang it out in full flight. Oh yeah, I'm like, man, you guys yeah. are impressive. Yeah, you like never uh, banged uh, it out in full flight. <laughs> I mean, I'm not part of the, the five club, foot high club, or what is it? Uh, uh, Dragonfly
0: close up. I want to see. I no, I see know. I,
1: we were talking about banging on an airplane. I, oh. How do you even do that? The fucking bathrooms are way too small. Bathroom.
2: <laughs> you bring your blankets
1: and you just don't you forward it off <laughs> photography there it is. oh oh
0: yeah yes. There
2: we go this is rad
0: oh we can go full geek oh, on this yeah look at that fangs look at the one in the middle with that one which
1: green. one are we looking at down down in the middle green oh, this guy green.
2: oh yeah. yeah there you go
1: oh shit you ain't kidding yeah. about that
2: they're getting it after the mosquitoes and stuff, though. They,
1: they don't bite people, though. I mean, I'm not saying they don't. I'm saying I don't.
2: Yeah, I've never heard of it. But Look they're it, eating a bunch of uh, mosquitoes. He's got a mean-ass
1: mustache and beard, too. Yeah, I bet he gets laid a lot.
0: On the go. they fight. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the red-eyed one. That's crazy.
1: This guy here? Yeah. Damn, his oh, eyes look man. like butt cheeks or tits. Yeah, right? I female. love they ha- how they have type.
2: that, like, texture on their eyeballs.
1: <laughs> yeah. So cool. can see a lot of different angles with that. You ever gotten any cool, like, bug shots or anything kind of weird? No,
3: n- nothing with bugs. I mean, it's, right. it's a whole other specialty and, mm-hmm. like, uh-huh. you know, it's a whole, like, you, you've got, like, really big lenses and zoom lenses for wildlife. And then if you're going to do like the micro stuff, then that's a whole other, you know, there's specific Hold lenses there. Eight, made just 18 for, pounds of equipment. You got to yeah. haul around. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It goes inwards. How about fish? <laughs> Good question. You had yeah, some I fish was, ones. You had some fish photography on no, this page. I thought I saw.
1: Um, oh yeah.
2: I did see like a pink.
1: Oh, real quick. I, 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 the tarmigan. Another critter I'm enamored with. I love these things. I'll go back to the fish. I just thought I wanted to share that. That's yeah, that's a great one. So beautiful, man. Those things are so cool. So tasty, so tasty. Fish, fish. Are they
3: up higher?
2: Is that something you like to do, Jerry? Or that's kind of you like? Oh, to this s- one here. Stick to land critters. Most Some humpies. Of
3: I, I try to mostly stick to the the land stuff. Um, you know, like I, I mean, as much as I do photography, I you know I. I also do a lot of fishing. Yeah. Um, almost as much as I hunt. And I don't know why, I've just, I, I've rarely photographed it, Yeah, you know, and all the, you know, the, the amazing. Is that because you're on a mission? It's, I'm uh, mainly on a mission, you yeah. know, when I yeah. go fishing, like, it's like, get no this. time for that bullshit. You want to catch your fishing. Yeah.
2: Then you got to get it back and release it back into the water. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. And then if you're, if you're by yourself, it's hard to. You know, oh, the solo fish shot is very hard.
0: You need a really long selfie dish. stick for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I was, was curious because I know you said you were in the magazine. Yeah. Is there, has your stuff been um, used for any other uh, articles or any other publications?
3: Uh, it, nothing nothing really like super crazy. Alaska State Parks has used a few things. Um I got a couple of shots in in one of the Alaska magazines, but nothing like front and center you know no cover stuff or anything like that so it's kind of it, it's a lot of it is just a matter of getting it out there and getting it known and yeah. you entering know,
0: contests and stuff like that yeah yeah on those other publications like the Sheep one did you send that in to them and or did someone reach out to you
3: that so there there was a guy that I knew there that um he he runs their media and i had heard that they were you know they were kind of they kind of had an idea on maybe doing yeah you know, cuz most of their stuff is like bighorn sheep um, yeah you know cuz that's more prevalent down south where they're based out of it's bighorns desert bighorns rocky mountains um you know and i was like you know as much as they do that i bet this thing would freaking i bet they'd get a kick out of this yeah, and yeah. So I sent it to him, and uh, I think he he said that it was the the president of the National Wild Sheep was like we're putting that on the cover uh, because right, it's on. like he said it was the like the the best shot of a of a doll sheep that he had seen. Mm. Yeah, I agree. You know? and, and then it, did
2: they fire you down?
3: They didn't, you know. But that's all right. I yeah. mean, they did give me. Um, I got like a a ticket to go to the the expo every day at, okay. the, at the sheep show. Yeah, so that was I mean that was pretty cool. That was you know it's something because I don't I don't know if it's like a hundred bucks a day to go to that or something like that.
0: Yeah, right on. I mean just to say that you were on but, it, but yeah, yeah, and totally. but to
3: you know to get the publicity out of it, I mean that's 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 plenty. Yeah, it's plenty. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to because I mean how otherwise I mean how could you buy you know that kind of publicity and get your name yeah. out there and to like a national convention where you know people thousands of people are looking at your images and yeah checking it out and
0: what's your thoughts on um, like phone photography versus like camera photography but let me preface this because i won a photo contest once and I kind of felt bad, yeah, because I like took it on my phone, and there's like I saw all these other people that had these yeah. amazing shots. I was like, how did mine win? Like my iPhone 12 or whatever it was, and all these dudes are doing like amazing stuff well, with yeah. their things. So I'm curious on like how you feel. Like, is it does it bother you?
3: It it doesn't because the you know I mean there there's a saying, um, the the best camera is the one that you have at the time. Mm, so okay. You know, if your phone is all you got and, like, the most amazing shit's going down, you're like, if if I don't photograph this right now, you know, like, the world is going to miss out on something great. Yeah. And if it's with your phone, then, you know, if, you know, it's not necessarily, like, has to be composed. Like, you don't have to have an eye for it. Sometimes you just randomly get something. Yeah. Um. But if you if all you have is your phone, you're like, man, that's really cool. I want to photograph that. You can get it. Yeah, you know, as good as the cameras are in the phones now, uh, the only issue is the the sensor size in your phone. Because if you look at your phone and you're like this little tiny lens and the sensor that's behind that is not nearly the size that a sensor is in um, mm. a DSLR or a modern mirrorless camera. Canon, Canon, so, Canon. Yeah, so you're you're um, <laughs> you're not going to get like if the the bigger you blow it up. You're going to lose detail, and it's going to grain out, and yes, you know, Yeah. not. I mean, it's in certain instances, not necessarily, because if you shot a photo and you blew it up for a billboard, and you look at it, and you're driving by at 70 miles an hour on a highway, and you're looking at a billboard that's 40 feet tall, you're not going to care. You're not even going to know if it's who shot that with what. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of those have been shot with, uh, with a phone camera. Yeah. yeah. But if you're if you're making something for like um higher quality, higher definition, a fine art print, if you intend to sell it or use it for media, then it's that's when you really start, you know, it, it pays to have that serious yeah. gear.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of it is just the moment that moment catching.
1: Right right place, right time, doesn't Right matter place, right camera, time. Right?
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well said. So you do take pictures with the phone?
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've got I've got thousands of photos on my phone that I'm just, you know, it, you'll see something, even if it's far away and you're not going to do anything with it, you've got it for yourself to look back on. You're like, hey, you yeah. know, that was really cool. Mm-hmm. I remember that fish or that one time I stopped at that pull-off and, like, the grizzly bear randomly ran out across the road and, yeah. and, you know, all kinds of cool stuff happens. So, I mean, so often that's really what got me into wanting to do it more seriously is, you know, was being out in these wild places and that that's kind of what gets a lot of people into it, you know, because you're like I've got this phone and the pictures are just never as good as I remember it. Mm-hmm. And if you've got, you know, if you, if you have the eye for it, you can get it done with your phone as long as you're close enough. But then that's kind of the issue is there's so many cool things that are happening that you, you just can't get it with your phone. You need, To have, you know, a big camera, you need to have a lens that can have that reach. Yeah. Um, And then if you've got, if you have like the artistic eye for what you're looking for in compositions, then everything, you don't even have to be, you know, a camera geek or tech on it and know how it works. Like, I don't know how half the shit on my camera works, but (laughs) I know that if I dial in the settings right and I point it at something that I like and I take a photo, it's, you know, it'll yeah. turn out. Okay.
0: I like that. You said that.
1: I appreciate you being honest about yeah. that.
0: I love <laughs> that. You said that there's so many, I mean this, even this camera right here, like yeah. t- how oh, many times the yeah. well there's crossed. so many, uh, ones. Yeah. Jesus, we're just trying to record. Menu. Yeah. Menu. <laughs> I mean,
3: I've always done like time lapses. It's been so easy on the phone. Oh because, yeah. Cause like with my camera, I've got the, one of the latest cam cannons. It's the R five. Mm hmm. It's like a $4,000 camera body, and it's it'll do all the hot shit that, you know, will blow you away, but I don't know how to do half of it yeah. with that camera. <laughs> like, I know it, I, can, I can get good images with it doing the wildlife. I know it'll do good video. I just really figured out how to do time lapses with it. Yeah. And when we had the big aurora show, I was trying to go out and Yeah. you know, get that. And I and I, I didn't that, man. I missed it too. I you Damn know. It. it was when it was really blowing up. It was sick. I was sick. I had heard that it was like, hey, you know, you got to get out there and I was taking a shower and I was like, it's freaking 10 below 0 out there. I'm going to take my time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And by the time I got out there, it was just the tail end of it and it was gone. But I you know, I still went out and played with the camera and Yeah. you know, it's just time and like you can watch all the tutorials and everything, and it kind of gives it'll give you a leg up on how to how to use the equipment. But then it's actually getting out and applying what you know to the the camera. You yeah, because it's like it's just I look at it as a tool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if you know how to operate the tool, then you can make yeah. cool things happen. And they
0: make it easy. I mean, the GoPro, you just slide the time lapse and hit it, and it goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, What's your thoughts on the GoPro?
3: You know, I bought one and I used it like 30 minutes last fall. And I just, I, I, there's always something else that I have in mind when stuff's going on. You know, like if I'm, if I'm going to do photos, that's all I'm thinking about, like compositions and lighting and everything. And then, you know, I know the GoPro is so easy because it's just a plug and play and I'll probably start trying to incorporate it more now that I'm, trying to get into the video
0: yeah oh you definitely will
3: but you know i was i was kind of thinking about different like working with composition there's angles that you can get with a gopro that you know unless you want to risk your camera being you know wet or something kicked over by a moose Mm -hmm. yeah you know Yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah
3: i mean if if you've got a gopro on a moose trail and a moose comes by and he's checking it out and starts getting closer and then he's starts to smell it and sniff it and like maybe kicks it with his hoof steps on it and you're like bumps it over. Yeah. I only know that cause I did it with a phone and <laughs> <laughs> I almost lost a phone doing that. Yeah. You
0: yeah. You don't feel as bad when you lose the yeah, $400 was, GoPro yeah, versus the $4,000 yeah. camera. <laughs> I do like the GoPro for fishing stuff. Yeah. Because it's so handy and it's so quick and I can keep it like on my life vest or, um, and it's and it's good for underwater and taking those shots mm-hmm. in the water and stuff like that and just a quick like because like you're mostly fishing yeah you know what I mean you don't have time to pull out the big dog mm-hmm. and do it all yeah, yeah. how's your trivia
3: it's uh, it kind of depends okay. you know what are we talking well we're gonna mm-hmm.
0: find out here like
3: Alaskana history Alas- oh, Alaska uh, yeah. Alaska Alaska a lot trivia of things, Jerry. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah
0: all right we're gonna come back with a little bit of trivia from uh, Jackie Lau here.
1: Tailored Restoration, 24-hour emergency home services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Tailored has an emergency response number with trained professionals available to help you at any time, day or night. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Mat-Su, or Fairbanks. Make an appointment today at TailoredRestorationAlaska.com.
2: Since 2008, Serrano's is Anchorage's own new generation of Old Cocina. Their menu showcases the passion and love of their rich heritage and unique family recipes that have been passed down through the generations. Serrano's goal is to embrace and display trad flavors using the best ingredients that are available. They focus on making everything from scratch daily. In-house menu includes handcrafted corn tortillas, salsas, carne asada, and chorizo. But don't take their word for it. Experience their tradition and it's for yourself. Locations on Tudor and Northern Lights, both with new tequila bars. Check out their daily specials at com.
0: The Connoisseur Lounge, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. The Connoisseur Lounge is Palmer's first locally owned and operated cannabis retailer. Their beautiful store is located at 226 Evergreen Avenue. The Connoisseur Lounge has exclusive cannabis products such as Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Glue and one of our favorites, sugar cookies. And if you're not into the flower, the connoisseur can hook you up with edibles, vape supplies, and a ton of CBD options for all your health and inflammation needs. Check out their daily deals at theconnoisseurlounge.net or even better, stop by the lounge today. Remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store.
1: He's been been texting me throughout the show. He's like, hey, you guys going to the banquet? I was like, is a sheep oh, yeah. got white nuts? <laughs> can you make can you make a coin patch out of a sheep nuts?
3: <laughs> so you're gonna do it, the coin the. Coin uh, if I ever get another sheep, we'll see. The what?
1: Make a coin. Oh, pouch. the pouch. Oh, I got yeah. you guys. Oh,
0: 100%. percent. I'm gonna do gonna, it out of any, gonna The next, next animal, dude. This last well, then, season, they
1: just have big nuts though. They have an extension. Next caribou, next anything. I'm just going to yeah, start. But their shit ain't as big as those guys. No. Well, yeah, Sheep's that's not true. nuts are. No. Dude, there is no caribou or moose that I've ever been like filming or <laughs> taking, photo, taking Pull photos it
0: up. of. Pull it up. All Pull right. it up. Let's All see right. the caribou nuts. I caribou nuts? How, yeah. Oh, you mean just. Oh, yeah, okay. Let's go through it and see. Okay.
1: Caribou. Big
0: enough to make a little coin sack.
1: Caribou testicles. <laughs> testicles testicles well, what's to, taking to, what's to, taking so long you had to go capital <laughs> I don't know it just switched I probably spelled it wrong but all right.
0: bull or cow there we go let's see if there's a good shot let's see what kind of photography here's, here's an trying. elk <laughs> yeah decent
1: yeah a lot of fur on there
0: mm-hmm. I, I kind of want to keep the fur you know oh come fur. on do taxidermies do that do you know?
1: Well, Can you they'll, make they'll a sack out of that, up. like
0: formaldehyde? The um.
1: Well, this guy's got
0: a like kind of when you do like this a, guy
3: here has a condition. Well, so That's not. It's just tanned. <laughs> they'll tan it just like. A, well, when I got, got my of, um velveted fur, right.
0: caribou mm-hmm. done, I remember the guy said he like formaldehyde it or something. That's that, just on the velvet. Here's my guy. Though. Yeah. Okay. Here's my guy though. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that, there you go. That's for all the half dollars. <laughs> You can fill that full of your Alpinese gummy worms and
1: be good to go. Now, see, they have little baby nuts, dude. No, it's not that bad. Nah. Well, if, right, you, right. if
3: you just brought up, a, if you just Googled a picture of wild sheep, you'll get a photo of one will pop up with its rump facing, and you'll probably see, like... I mean, they've got like the biggest nuts of any.
0: They do. I'm telling okay, you. so you agree? So yeah. they do have the biggest.
3: Yeah, I mean, look like, look at this guy. Yeah. Full yeah. swing off one. So <laughs> during the rut, I mean, a lot of people know sheep for. And then there's you know, the right here. The Headbanging I mean, these guys. Yeah. But so they kick each other during the rut, like like full on like front kick, mm-hmm. and they kick each other in the nuts. What About these guys? Yeah, I like, heard that. What yeah. the fuck's going on here? Jesus.
1: That's an inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Why would you want to walk around with those? Those aren't even cool, dude. All right. I'm going to get out of there.
3: Anyway. I mean, so there's people that, like, if you were talking about, like, hey, the next <laughs> the next doll sheep that I get, I'm keeping the nut pouch because I want yeah, okay. to get it tanned and have, like, a little conversation piece. Yeah. And like. I
0: want like a like thing to tie it up. Jerry. To seal it up.
3: Do you I do, have
1: you? a very... <laughs> real, quick, real quick, Jack. Hold your thought. Very special request for me. Okay. Brandon <laughs> Fifield, Alaska Wild Project, from this podcast. I need the most epic image with that badass cannon, cannon, camera yeah. you got.
3: All right. Of just... Just, well, just, of, just, dangles, dude, just just bow dangles, dude. Sheep nuts hanging down. Right, you yeah. find that
1: guy up there and you're like, All right. oh, there's Brandon's photo. And <laughs> I'll pay for it, but we gotta blow it up I wanna put it up in this
0: motherfucker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta uh, be an ass. A
0: two by three. <laughs>
2: He's
1: gotta just got kicked
2: in the nuts yes.
1: Yeah. Like he just he just was like and his nuts were like <laughs> 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 Okay, it doesn't have to be that specific, but if you can possibly get me a nut shot he yes. just had a nut cushion yeah. that's <laughs> 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 he just slams and passes out because his nuts just swing oh, over got maybe stu- that's got why stum they're stum so egg. big
2: it's just like it's protecting the little ball on the inside
1: oh it's oh. like a big buffer
2: yeah from the nut
0: cushion. it's like you got a helmet around
1: yeah. it yeah the nut cushion dude
0: yeah mm. yeah yeah maybe you're, I, I could imagine my balls on. hurt just thinking about hitting my I, head that i think hard. we
1: need to add to our merch merchandise that would be
0: a really good hat
1: yeah uh, just what like, we'll
0: do is we'll once you get the shot we'll get someone to, right. um,
1: yeah a patch on the yeah. on the hat of just a ram looking sideways and he's just like yep
0: we'll get uh lyle me. lyle lyle or whatever the stone glacier guy who, who uh
1: yeah lyle Hebbels,
0: oh, yeah. he does that uh, what's sketches, that style of uh, mm. what is that style
3: yeah, he does it on, like, um, I forget, I don't know what, what is he that uses. He, I think he's doing it on a tablet.
0: Yeah, he's, like, sketching it yeah. out. Th- it's a certain style that he does. Yeah. I love his. Like on, I a love win- his like,
1: on, like on a Windows?
0: Yeah, actually go to his thing. He did the, um, he's done a lot of stuff, actually, oh, yeah. for a lot of different people. What's his name? Uh, if you go to Instagram, he's on our Instagram. Oh, oh
1: okay.
0: Um, go to ours and just search Lyle.
1: Oh, if no. you
0: just put in L-Y-L, I'm sure it'll pop up. Um, But his style of, uh, yeah, right there, Lyle Bell. Oh. Lyle Hebel. Oh, yeah. Okay, so what is that? Um, oh, it says it on the top right there. What does that go back up? I thought he said it. No. Um, Click on that, though. One of his hashtags says what that style is. Illustrator.
1: Illustration?
0: No, illustrator. Anyway, like that. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. It's like freehand sketch kind but of. But just the
2: nuts.
1: So the so the the patch will have. Oh man, sick. I oh, love that. That's this. a good one. It's got the horns on Christmas the other side. Cubby. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Stone Glacier patch on the side.
0: Did he do their gnome one?
1: Mm. Scroll
0: down, scroll down. He does that's like his style.
1: This is sick right here. I like that one.
0: Yeah, he's really, really, really good.
1: Well, it's a different talent right there, there. too. That's the, um, oh, I was a nil no guy.
0: You uh, know who else does that? Is, um, sick. The girl who did, um, uh, Kevin's logo.
3: Abby Cleek. She does that, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's different now because she got married. But, yeah.
0: yeah. We were actually going to yeah. do a sting with her, and then she moved. Yeah. We And the, then we kind of fell that off. That one's pretty finished. familiar. We have a picture. Oh, yeah.
2: We have a right really good caribou in the, the cidery oh she did the she white did. one yeah it's on black with chalk
0: yeah 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 oh she did it in chalk yeah did you guys put something over that
2: she i sealed it up or oh whatever. she sealed it yeah. somehow yeah.
0: i like that a lot yeah it looks great
1: i dig this one too yeah yep cotton baby good job Cottonelle.
0: with the chaps and the thing yeah they're doing cool stuff oh, this one here yeah, there's been a lot of cool stuff. Uh, when uh, when uh, I've seen the, but two two of the last oh, that's guests, the homie, dude. Yeah. Gary and what's the name came in with the Mars hunting Mars Hunt Mars shirts. Hunt Mars, Hunt, you seen that? I have not. No. Google that Hunt Mars. Uh, just just in general. Just put a Hunt Mars t-shirt, and it'll pop up, and it's just like a like a pretty much what we're li- for people listen in. It's a bow hunter, but he's a fully in his like space suit. Oh. Yeah There's a few different designs Let's Go to images It'll pop up some other ones I know Gary came in with one And so did um, David
1: What about this one? That's, oh man Fuck off
0: Yeah there's some cool ones I think uh, The mediator guys did the one with the gnome Carrying out the The reindeer or something Oh really? Doing oh, yeah nice. Yeah
1: It's weird that over time
0: Illegal Illegal shots there All right, trivia time. We ready, Jack? Yeah, yeah. No, we're ready. All right. So uh,
2: uh, the last one's photography. The first two have to do with snow since it's been pounding Anchorage.
1: I'm over it. Yeah,
2: I love it, man. Keep it coming. I
1: know. I I always think about when it's snowing like a motherfucker and you're like looking out the window with your coffee like, yay. I'm like, this is bringing no fucking value to my life right now. For I, me, wish, I wish I had your mentality, man. Well, I today the I
2: was bummed that it was snowing so much just for today because it like I was going to skate ski before mm-hmm. I came here, and I couldn't because mm-hmm. there's too much, too much snow. snow. Yeah. And uh, it's a powder day that I can't right. get to tomorrow. So. Oh,
1: so you're but kind of resentful about it. I,
2: I, I was. I was just – well, it, you know, it was beautiful outside and you know, poor, serene. Poor Jack. But, poor Jack. But I, I just don't understand. I love the snow. I, don't, I, don't, I, love I can't the understand too. why nope, people don't love nope, it.
1: Nope. Nope.
2: <laughs> you need to get out and do more those work.
0: Yeah,
1: man. No, I mean, I would, I would if bike. I had more time.
0: Dig a tunnel, you bro. Know? Come on.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just. When's the last time
0: you went to the to the cul-de-sac there and dug a tunnel?
1: I think it collapsed on me and almost died, so I <laughs> gave up
0: on it. <laughs> you know, I did uh, actually did uh, every year at the school. We do. Um, I don't know if I said this before. They do a uh, thing called uh, explorations. Yeah. And the kids get to choose. Like, every teacher has to do, like, something that they're cool. And they, like, forced me one year to do it. And I was like, well, no one did anything outside. I was like, there's nothing outside. I was like, I know right. what I'll do. Tunnel digging. Oh, Dude, sweet. I had to turn down, like, 300 kids. Really? Every oh, kid wanted no. to choose. And I was like, I can't take all these kids out there. <laughs> I be, like, 10. And I'm going to choose exactly <laughs> yeah, who's going to yeah. come yeah. with me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. was oh, trustworthy. Awesome. Yeah, that was a good one.
1: I just, yeah. like... I don't want to bring a negative light on it. I just.
0: No, it sounds like you are.
1: No, (laughs) I mean, just in general, for my daily logistics and everything I got going on. And I think it just, I think the main effect is work. Yeah, Yeah, it makes
0: your work life. Yeah, for sure. If
1: if I just got up and had to clean my truck off and go to a place, and I got off work and jumped on my fat tire bike or my skis, or just loaded my sled on the deck and ran up to turn again, I'd be like, fuck, let it snow, baby. Yeah. But it. It's such a hindrance on so many levels mm-hmm. for my day-to-day life. That's why I'm yeah. resentful about it. Yeah, I used to love snow. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Bring it
0: back. Bring the passion back. Yeah. I you got to find
2: I, I the one outdoor it. thing. that you. Love. I love
1: it when it dumps four feet in Petersville in mm-hmm. the swamps mm-hmm. with an RMK. Yeah. Yeah. Dump two feet in Anchorage yeah. on a Tuesday when I've got all this bullshit going on. Yeah. And I <laughs> yeah. got to get my snowblower out. Yeah. Not cool.
2: Yeah. I think we all deal with those stresses, you know, and it sucks a little bit, but it's also like such a cool, like not everyone gets that, you know, and then then it's just like, I I don't know. I'm, I don't get to like leave work a lot to do these kind of things, but I cherish the moments that I do get to do them. So like the fat tire biking, the cross country, classic cross country skiing, the skate skiing, you know, the downhill skiing, like these are all things that you can do in Anchorage after work Mm -hmm. as a family oh true you know or true. or it's like your escape like you know for an hour you know yeah. um and and you can you can legitimately do well all of them but downhill skiing in an hour um and and, and it's like you get out there and it's quiet and it's just a serene environment snow, and yeah. you see the wildlife and it and it's kind of like oh i can do the fucking canceling school again yeah. because the <laughs> yes. snow or not being yeah. able to park or like my business gets hurt really bad on snow days
1: oh like no one to, wants to, to come drink a cider do they
2: d- they dude no one came in until 3 30 today right. we open at noon right. yeah. you know and it so it so it but it, it's like that's not what life's about like I, no, life's true, not about man. that life's about like dealing with the struggles and then like enjoying when we get to do things that we love and i think i think just like push it like you got to get out it's fucking hard like to get out yeah, yeah. you're busy you got gr- grown kids like kids that are yeah. like at age are busy yeah and, and that's and, the thing yeah and
1: and I, I one of these days i feel like i'll make the choice because it's a choice it doesn't have to be this way but what i do choose now is that i can't stand driving around with snow in my truck <laughs> yeah and if you pull on my fucking driveway when it's packed snow yeah i'm gonna smash your hood of your car with yeah, a shovel yeah see yeah yeah see so yeah, you if yeah. they're most like my neighbors are just like yep drive on that six inches drive on that nine uh-huh. inches drive uh, on yeah. that four inches we
3: well, end up getting like this like these tracks and they're like they end up being like 10 inch tall humps oh, yeah yeah glaciers yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay? and then your, your
1: beautiful wife
3: walks out there and heels
1: and is like whoop yeah god damn it I'm like well you shouldn't have pulled in the fucking driveway honey Yeah, you should have let me shovel the thing first Yeah, but then I'm an OCD asshole right at the same time I guess you just let it go man
2: I think there's somewhere in between like you can be pretty on it and not it yeah. be too messed up three
0: or less just let it ride so oh, what I no, no, no,
2: no. No, more. not
0: no more cuz now I make my kids. Switch, so yeah, <laughs> I yeah, just, yeah. I just I don't yeah. pull in, I just pull in right on yeah. the front. I said, "All right, boys, you know what it is." Yeah. You got the trailer, you got the driveway. That's yeah, My right. eye twitches. Yeah. See, um before we go right. back to the trivia, I I want to recommend uh, um another podcast that I've been listening to mm. that is amazing cuz we're on the topic of like snow and north. It's about the um uh, it's hardcore history. Dan Carlin's hardcore oh, history, yes. and it is Twilight of the Aesir. I want to say A-E-S-I-R. If you just go to Apple and go to Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, it's the top one that he has, and it's about the um, Vikings and their entire like history. Hell it's a yes. long. It's I mean, it's like five hours yeah. long podcast. Yeah, one that just, you're just, just going to One listen. pod. One pod. Five hours. Okay. Um. Amazing. I'm yeah. like three hours in, but it's just like, yep. just s- so dope. Where does the they snow s-
1: come in, or does it? The snow? Did we just shift? Well, we it's got full to- Full shift off? Yeah, full shift off. There's oh,
2: snow, there was, like, in, the snow. Involved in the podcast? Yeah, because podcast. these
0: are like the original people that are like dominating the north. Oh, okay. Well, no, okay. I shouldn't say that. There's other- In Scandinavia? Yeah. Uh, yeah there's other, oh, okay. you know, obviously, okay. native, native yeah. peoples of the earth that yeah. were there first, but- this this one is awesome. If you if you're into like some history stuff and cool storytelling, I cannot recommend Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, yeah, any Dude, is he the incredible. guy that
1: you have recorded on the fun? we were on the Sheep Hunt. He yeah. talks about like yep. the Nazis and then yeah. The, oh
0: yeah.
2: Oh, oh yeah. my
1: God! You want to talk about letting your imagination entrench in something? Oh yeah. He does visualize a good it? job.
0: Yeah. So yeah. I Jerry, I like to bring these kind of podcasts and like when we're laying down in the tent or the TV at the end of the night. Um, Jack brings comedy, which oh, yeah. I think is really great. Um, but this one, it just, cause you just get soaked in and then you just end up mm-hmm. like falling so deep in yeah. the story. Yeah. And oh then, man. Yeah. He tells
2: the stories from like such a great perspective. Cause I, I think they take like for like one episode, he'll take like six months with like a group of like students or something that help him do all the mm-hmm. research. And then they, they like try to pull data or information from like, all the different like tiers or like groups that are involved. So like in the war ones, it'll be like both sides and then the families yeah, at home yeah, and yeah. the people on the front line and then the people at the top and yes, on both sides. And yeah. it, it's just like a, such a great way to like and tell the full yeah, circle, all the
0: perspectives. Yeah. And he even draw it into like nowadays, he's like, well imagine if these guys came into, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, Orlando and they pulled in and there's, 200 vikings and it's just you guys and they're in and out like what yeah. are you gonna do all right and you're just like uh what would i do <laughs> <laughs> nothing yeah. you know yeah. well, anyway awesome. anyway i can't I, if you guys are into a long crazy amazing storytelling dan carlin's hardcore history
1: if they pull into town i'm gonna call jerry and the whittier boys Come oh yeah. That shit. yeah 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 jerry. that's right handle those vikings jerry Show some them business. What's up. i bet right. you will that's right you got yeah. training viking training
2: yeah we'll we'll put those like uh, are there any cannons out of whittier from like world war ii
3: nothing that i don't think there's anything that's even still there really not like like if you were to go to seward or yeah yeah you can see where the gun placements were yeah yeah Yeah. that would have been cool
1: is whittier older than the other harbors
3: as far as all that equipment goes i think so i think so too because it was such, they they looked at it with such strategic value that they they put a lot of money and effort into really making that a, a base there, mm-hmm. because it was because it was so close to you know South Central and I mean and what they did with that I mean in the the short amount of time that they just plowed right through the mountain two and a half miles and it's, it's crazy <laughs> now we've got you know we can go drive a thirty foot boat through there? Yeah, on a whim, you can just go. Hey, let's drive to Whittier. Yeah, yeah, it blows me
1: away. The guy that was like, you know what? Punch a hole right through that yeah, motherfucker okay. right there. <laughs> <laughs> see how see how far it takes.
2: <laughs> we're gonna do it in one day. Ready, Jack? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Okay, uh, so we we were talking about snow. Okay, what um what was the depth of the the Record snowfall for one day in Alaska. How many inches in one day?
3: Like what location? Just nope.
2: in Alaska.
3: Is it like Thompson Pass? We'll get like a yeah. crap load of snow all at once. Yeah, right? I
1: want to say 18 feet. No, you said in, in one day? Inch. In one day. In inches? In inches. You want in inches. Yeah,
0: okay. Well, we'll do
2: the math.
1: Whatever the math is in 18 it, feet. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we'll do
0: the math, buddy. 18 times 12.
1: Yeah. What is that? Come on, smart
2: guy.
0: I'm off
2: duty, man. 180 plus 24. All right, my so guess is gonna be 62 inches.
3: I'll, I'll say 108 inches.
2: Damn, fucking nailed it! It is exactly tix, 62 inches. Is it really? Yeah, was damn. Way off. Yeah, mm. yeah. Because mine's 216 inches.
1: 216?
2: Yeah, my math was wrong. Um, and yeah, I was nailed w- it wronger. Yeah, I mean that's a lot. Yeah. So it's, this is like that was fun, Thompson I, Pass. Yeah. Yeah, which was the second question? Damn it! So, um, yeah, yeah, five, five feet two inches. Wow,
0: what
1: that's a, a good guess! I good. You, you, nailed
2: it. Yeah, that was good.
1: Who nailed it? Yeah,
2: Daniel hit it exactly at sixty-two inches.
1: You knew? <laughs> I didn't <laughs> I knew. know. No, I didn't. <laughs> you what know, right. I know? Uh, I don't uh, know. You probably just it? happened to stumble across some factoid. <laughs> Dan Carlin told me. <laughs> Dan oh, Carlin said, <laughs> yeah,
2: this uh this actually, since we lost the second question. Um well, Dan um, Brandon nailed the second one without me asking Thompson pass. Actually, I think um
1: Jerry threw it out there first. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did. So you both like, like, yeah. like Thompson yeah, got the pass. second one, yeah. Yeah. Good sense, job, guys. Though.
2: Okay. So what year was that, in? Ooh. Uh 81, 82. 9
3: uh I'll just say
2: 72. 55. Mm. 1955. Yep. long time ago. Um, well, and who, then, who,
3: would, who would be the winner? Because
1: it'd be who? You
2: can't go over. You can't go over. So I would So it'd say, be Jerry. Yeah, Jerry. Mm. Yeah. Good job, Jerry. Yeah, closest. Good job, closest. We're all tied. You got
1: two and three. Two and three. Mm-hmm.
2: And then uh, we're going to speed through a couple before I get to the final one, since this this paragraph actually has so much cool stuff in it. All right. Um, Who named it? Who named Thompson Pass?
0: Ryan Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> that's my
2: guess
1: uh tom thompson Ooh.
2: <sighs> no one's gonna get this uh, right, right no
3: i mean i just was like fuck it double t yeah I, I i don't know enough about the history of that and who i mean i would just if i was gonna guess the name i'd just say george yeah, Jack pulls this shit yeah. where you are like, oh, I will.
2: No,
0: uh, I bet it's like some sort of Russian. It,
2: it's actually going back to something that we already had a conversation about in this. What? This is why I talked about it. So, did you did you guess? I said Ryan. Okay, so <laughs> it's um, U.S. Army Captain William Abercrombie, and Abercrombie was one of the installments for the tours that for we just talked scandals. about in Kodiak. Oh, right. oh wow. so it's just what like that. Well, the one that the one that's called for Abercrombie in Kodiak. Oh, but. Okay. okay yeah jerry just brought up that you know there was it, is ryan
1: thompson the homie that just like goes oh, yeah. full send full
0: send
2: oh full send
1: yeah. he's I me mean, such a sweet he's dude in. though he's awesome He'd, oh yeah. yeah
0: i sent him the thing to the meat party it was, it was the fastest text back we're in yeah <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> he's like, i think I he's been at every in. every one dude oh he for yeah. at least like 10 minutes yeah <laughs> 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 remember we sent him home one time in a cap
2: he's yeah. always
1: looking at me across from smiling
2: Oh, yeah. Oh Love Ryan Thompson,
1: man. He's a good dude, man.
2: Yeah, he's all happiness, man. All, all happiness. Kindness, dude. He's great. I mean, some guys are
1: great. That's go not true. Raid. I've
0: seen him not happy. If you cross him on the ice, oh, on the ice, yeah. You oh, will not believe the wrath that you will receive yeah. from this man. Oh, does he does oh. unleash the beast? That's it, dude. Everyone is, it's just, I've seen him put three dudes down in a row in like three seconds. Damn. And then everyone just like, yes, we will. Stop the And then he's like, when he says change, I will change. Yeah.
2: And resume. Yeah. <laughs> At <laughs> noon hockey, he will tell people to change. And it's. Uh, oh, maybe, he
1: calls the change.
0: Yeah. He'll
2: be he like. He
1: dumps it and he's like, change. No, no if you're like, out, there, no, out there, he'll there. be it's
0: like, Daniel, off the ice. Oh. Yeah. Long change. shifters. And you're like, yes, sir.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right off. Good. Cause I'm fucking <laughs> sucking wind right now. Perfect.
2: the long shifters, man. Yeah. He has oh, no he tolerance. calls out the long shifts. Yeah, he has no tolerance for them. Yeah.
1: Man, yeah. they had our kids out on a couple shifts that were like two minutes. Oh no, no. And it was no. like, yo, their skates got cement in them. Yeah. They're just. Sh- yeah. sh- like,
0: Thirty can, seconds and off. Yeah. I
1: mean, Carrie, Katie, head coaches, bad ass coaches, but there were a couple shifts there. I was like, how much longer are you going to keep them out there? Yeah. They can no longer skate. Yeah. They they literally have nothing left in the tank.
2: You got to get them back.
1: Yeah. What's a shift? Fresh like legs. 40 seconds?
2: Yeah. About.
1: Yeah. Once you hit the minute mark, is you starting to like. Depends you should be way. changing. Yeah. yeah. Like in
2: yeah. The, their league where it's like competitive, but in adult league, everyone stays longer. Yeah.
1: Oh, oh, cuz you yeah. want the time? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's really annoying. I would think it'd be a bunch of dad bots that were like 17 we, seconds and I'm they out. They
2: should be 17 yeah. seconds. Well, they're just yeah. floating around. Yeah. Oh, okay. Not back checking, and they're just like, "Get off the ice, dude." Short shift. Oh, shifts.
1: okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Get a lot of too many men on the ice situations going on. Uh, dude mm-hmm. jumps off out of the boards and he's like, "Yo, man, like Thompson's like, "Get out." <laughs> Get off. <laughs>
2: All right, Jerry. This last one's for you. Okay, so um, what's the oldest photographer f- photograph in Alaska? Wow. So it's for everyone, but we we chose this one for him. Year? Do you want to go first or last, Jerry? Are you talking year? Year and what oh. is it of? Oh. But year year would be the first <sighs> one part, and bonus is what it's of.
3: I mean, there's a lot of probably not going to be able to come up with it because there's a lot of photography that. You know, it went back to. Um, I mean, when they were like photographing the the native villages and the villagers and. Eighteen
4: ninety
3: two. It's it probably like the late, like probably like around the late eighteen hundreds. Probably like, yeah, you know, right in there. A- eighteen ninety five. Eighteen ninety
2: five, and then of what? Denali.
0: No, yeah, that can't A mountain range is what I'm gonna I say. I would say probably. Brandon's uh, looking it up. You'd oh, do. no, I'm no, not. No, no. <laughs> I just,
1: no, no, no. I swear to God, I'm not looking it up. I thought of a photo that I wanted to share with Jerry when we're done. Uh-huh.
0: But you had a good thought on that because they used to, they used to try to um, take photos of like villagers and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, if you, if you were to go back and like, if you like Google it, you know there's there's a lot of natural history there that uh that there there w- there will be a lot of photographs of native villages villagers native uh lifestyle traditional cultural stuff right um, but i mean i i i don't know probably yeah. it's probably going to be uh i know that there w- there was one photograph that was of a young native girl mm. um in like a not a buck, but it was something else. It was like a fur. Yeah. No, that's good. And I can't. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: You no. Know, it's uh, yeah. We, we. I mean, we don't take our our trivia yeah. serious. Like yeah. we, we, these are all like things that we, all of them I have to learn. Yeah. You know? So
0: it's just I find cool. <laughs> I
2: wish so I had a, like
1: w- a w- uh, button. Well, so what's the <laughs> official guess, and
3: what is it? I so said
0: 1892.
3: 1895, and. You didn't say uh, what it was, though, Daniel. Uh,
0: I said Denali. Native,
3: oh, okay. Alaskan.
0: Native Alaskan. Okay. Brandon?
1: The first thing that comes to mind, it's not it. It's.
2: Mm. Oh, you probably had it, dude. No, no, no. I, just I say
1: what came first to mind. Okay. What do the you first thinking? thing I just thought of for some reason was I'm just going to throw a year because I didn't have a year, but I had the photo, say 1897, of a flower. A beautiful flower. Yeah. Ooh. Like I just thought of like a forget me not or something that was just like a fireweed. Okay. Like a a landscape. But but I bet it was more of like a a mountain or a river or a valley. Name more. Just keep rolling. (laughs) But that's my first answer. My first the first thing came to mind was a flower. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean it seems
2: like. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What is it? okay so they're black and white photos um oh,
1: really of course
2: yeah. and it's uh 1868
1: <laughs> holy shit you That's should look
2: at it I'll, I'll tell you what. but um yeah and then it's a photo of sitka and it's like the oh the that landscape sense. and uh, then um can you go yeah, yeah 1868
1: so. photo of sitka
2: yeah um anyway it's
0: uh it's actually pretty decent for what i would have thought for 1868
2: it's
1: so. more
0: like sepia style yeah um, as you're looking it up, real quick, I want to um do another because talking about photography, um, is that s- it right
1: there? Yeah,
2: that's it right there. Oh man, yeah. So that's pretty Damn. rad. Damn,
1: hella just original, right? And
2: it's like you Isn't see the chapel like the there, oldest, and or the Russian. Um, Isn't or, that like the
1: real, real like first? Yeah. That was Alaskan the, town.
2: Uh, yeah, that was the what the Clinkets. Not yeah, Clinkets. That yeah. was their capital, and then that's mm. where the Russians came and took over their capital. Yeah, yeah. Pretty First pretty, they had the chains, pretty, pretty, pretty good at that. Yeah, yeah, and demolished the Right, and then they brought the right the um,
0: Aleuts. Yes, down to fight as slaves. Yeah, and as their thing. Yeah, um, the fight. sanctity of space. It is. a Have you guys haven't watched that? Um, have you heard of it? Yeah. Have you seen it?
3: I've not seen
0: it yet. Um, it is, there was a really old um, photographer and actually helped a lot with um, mapping and stuff like that. And he was one of the first guys to take photos of a lot of the Alaska mountain ranges from mm-hmm. the air with this crazy camera that's like huge Um I I can't forget what what the name of the camera was. You Um, you can forget. It's very massive, and he would have to take these pictures on a plane with a door open, and it's Uh freezing, and he'd take these pictures. And it helped a lot of the early um, mountain climbers choose lines and stuff like that. Um, Oh, wow. And it goes into this guy's photography and how people have been choosing lines and creating these maps from this guy's photography because it was so good. Like, no one had ever uh, photographed the mountain's. From that, like, kind of level angle, uh-huh. it was always like from below, yeah. Mm. Um, so he's one of the first guys that did that, and I think he took the camera from I don't know, I want to say a military, NASA? yeah, somebody <laughs> something like that. I yeah. wouldn't say NASA, but it was before that. Um, some sort something of military, high-tech. yeah, and he would do it, and, and he, he was able to. Uh, and it goes into uh, Bob Reeve from Reeve Air, yeah. one of the original
4: oh, uh, pilots, sick.
0: and he was one of the guys that would fly him in, and basically, it goes into the people that first um did the traverse of the tooth range like yeah, yeah tooth moose's tooth and all that stuff yeah and they were able to th- to um choose their line through this guy's photography right um i wish i knew his name dude i can't think of it um but the sanctity of space man that's super oh, cool that where's it so on cool. netflix um i actually watched it on the plane because i couldn't find it okay um it was no longer on any of like the major things i think it is on youtube but you have to pay like two bucks Hmm. But it was on Alaska Airlines. I was so st- stoked. Actually, big shout-out to big Kyle. Kyle Sellers. He was the one that uh, recommended it to me. And I started looking for it, and I couldn't find it anywhere. And then I left to go to – because I was going to download it to watch it on the plane. And it yeah. just happened to be on the plane. Brad Washburn. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Famous
1: Brad name right
0: Washburn.
1: there. Washburn is uh, – Pull that
0: up, actually. Pull it, Washburn that, Photography, that, and it'll show some of his pictures. name uh,
1: is famous in Alaska.
0: Yeah, he's like original um yeah. Alaska photographer, mountain photographer, yeah, Brad Washburn, American Explorer. Any interest well, like, in that kind of stuff, Jerry?
1: You mean like maybe something like this? Yeah, exactly.
0: Man,
3: that's so cool! Black I and mean, white, like, like photographing that that style. that style. I mean, i've I've thought about like. Hiring one of the helicopter services Mm -hmm. to go and do that. Um, I know you can go and fly it, but it seems like. Oh, here's that camera, Daniel. A helicopter, they can orbit around an area and stay there longer.
0: Yep, that's it. Look at that thing. They don't got a pack for that. There ain't no change in the lens. Marsupial got a thing for but that. But it goes into like, this guy would be in this plane and he's flying over and obviously it's freezing. He's filming in the wintertime yeah. and it's like minus 40 in the airplane. Yeah. He's just like oh my waiting for the shot. He's just know? sitting there with and the weight open. And he had to like fix the um, the shutter or whatever it was so that he could just, so he could do it quickly because his hands would freeze so he wasn't able to click it. It would like stay open or close. Mm. he figured out a way to make it so he could turn it. Oh, okay. Um Look at that camera, dude.
3: Jerry, we're gonna
1: need you to haul that
0: bad chicken that's around.
3: Awesome. Get some photos for us. Yeah, I mean that thing probably weighs fifty pounds. Oh, easily.
1: He looks like he's struggling holding it. Look at his gear he's got on though, Daniel. To yep. your to your point. Yeah. You know, he's Pacific Airways. That's cool as shit, man.
0: Yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah, really good documentary on uh these guys that climb mountains and mostly on this guy, Bradford Washburns. What a cool dude! Look at that hat. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. That's amazing.
1: I got this really cool photo. I, ch- I again, we're two hundred episodes in, and I feel like sometimes some shit gets duplicated. I don't mean to. Sorry, guys. Um, this really cool photo. I thought about Jerry just all of a sudden. Of I got this. I took a photo of this photo at a lodge. And this is just behind the uh, Eagle River na- uh, Nature Center. Come on.
3: Okay. Yeah, I've seen that before. You've seen that?
1: Yeah. Okay. Just always kind of like blows me away at what n- maybe used to be.
3: Well, if you, if you think about how the weather is affecting This is like 62 or right. some shit like that. Some color there, though.
0: What'd you say, Jerry?
3: If you think about how the weather has affected a lot of these areas and how we've lost, like uh, you know, probably a well, I mean, they have said that we've lost a, a certain age class altogether in a lot of ranges, but a lot of the older rams, like if you were to look around, even, just say if you went to Denali, you won't see these big corkscrew rams because they're all dead. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they've been dead. Their, for Their bloodlines are gone. Right? Several years. Yeah. They they just died of winter kill. You know, or oh yeah injury or whatever the reason um but it'll be like several years before we get more of those because it's going to take them that long to regenerate to to, you know if if you've got a a six-year-old a five or six-year-old ram that you're looking at you're like man you know if he if he can make it you might turn into something you know but it it would be four or five years before it really got to that like like the photo of that, yeah. that big ram mm-hmm. the like big That big Kuyu ram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I got a I shot a seven year old that they they stamped him um as barely curled, even though he was like I'll admit, he wasn't he was like on the line. He was
3: like just right right on the I mean right I got the the, I got
1: scolded by the trooper. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they punched it.
2: It's a big ass sheep, dude.
1: But dude, he was seven. Yeah, And it was like holy fuck. Could you imagine if the he got the twelve bases? It's a, a thirteen, sheep. you know. Yeah. And it, and it was like, yeah, he had the genetics. And honestly, I felt guilty. Yeah. Even though you get multiple guys who are like, screw that, man. Don't feel that way. I mean, I was like,
3: <sighs> well, there's a lot of different Damn. thoughts on you know sheep, sheep hunting, and the conservation behind it. Yeah. There's a lot of guys that you know, even if they've already taken sheep, they're not going to pass on a legal ram. And then there's guys that are going to look at that ram and say, you know what? And in another season or two, if he can make it and nobody else kills him, he's going to be really nice. So you've got to kind of you got to weigh these odds on the scale of like, what's you know, what 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 do you like? What what do you have in it for yourself to to kill that now? And do you want to kill it now, or do you want to wait a season? Will somebody else kill it? Mm-hmm. Will it die in an avalanche? Um, I mean, you don't know. Yeah. There, there's so many variables. You start rattling
1: that through your brain,
3: right? And, you know, you just have to decide. I mean, you know, if you're good with not shooting it, then then so be it. And if you're good with shooting it, then it's legal, then you know make your decision and do it and it's a
2: maturation process dude like and you're in it like i think some people get it like earlier and some people never get it and it's fucking awesome to see you go through this like because it's like you care you care you have like a fucking monster ram that's seven years old that is a big ass sheep But it's like you want to see our healthy sheep population. You see like all the popularization of a thing that like a lot of us grew up doing and it wasn't cool when we did. It was cool amongst like this tiny group of weirdos. And now it's like popularized or amongst the nation. And I think more and more people that actually go out and spend time doing the cool shit and spending the the years that you have like boot packing and the hard work and the time away from your family, you're gonna you're gonna be out there and be like, dude, that thing is needs to live longer, and uh, you have just as good a trip as someone that killed that thing.
1: Well said, and thank you for shedding light on that because we had this conversation off the mic earlier this morning or or this morning tonight. I mentioned I I don't think I was even going to hunt a ram. And then I'm like, well, wait a minute. There's just one spot. I'm done with the like, oh, is he legal? Maybe. uh, Yeah. Yeah. But but." I'm like, no. If he's not a fucking full curl banger, double broom, 12-year-old thing, I'll go risk it all and hike around for 15 days and I won't take a ram. I'm now in a position where I can firmly be. 100,000% 100,000% cool with backing out if it ain't just a foregone conclusion that it's yeah. a can't no brainer, gotta take that RAM. It's a beauty. Yeah. I'm good now, dude. I'm
2: it's good. It's not about killing the RAM, dude. It's, it's about not about that killing that the RAM. Man. Yep.
1: It's not about killing the RAM anymore. It's, I, you, what'd you call it? A mat, maturate?
2: Maturation.
1: Oh my God, dude. I, I'm like almost like emotional about it and it might be going overkill, but I, i feel that way now
2: i mean it's awesome to be here and get to say because i didn't realize like, that it, that was a thing that i went through at some point oh until you started going through it you yeah know?
1: i mean i i felt like i wanted to quit when i left mm-hmm. the game office two years ago and i got scolded and there's other guys in there and the guy's like yeah this thing's only seven and i'm like what and it's not curl, and I'm showing them my yeah. photos and my angles and like all my justification well, for taking I mean, the ram. And legal I was is angry. Legal. I was so fucking angry, dude. I was resentful toward the fucking game office.
3: I was resentful toward the process. When and it's real, you know. It. I mean, they they have a certain job to do, and yeah, it's not their place is not to like, you know. I mean, how do they know that that wasn't the first ram that you ever got? Um, and then you bring it in there and you're so excited and then they make you feel like a piece of crap. Like you're not a sportsman or you're not, you don't, you're not conservation minded enough because you didn't do certain things that somebody else has an idea about. And, you know, that's not always the case. I mean, you know, so, I mean, there, there's a lot of people that sheep hunt that'll say, oh, well, you know, I can't believe you said that. Like, but the, the fact of it is, is, I mean, everybody wants to hunt sheep and, you know, when, when we start really getting into the weeds about sheep hunting here in Alaska, I think the... The weeds are deep, by the, the way. Weeds, the weeds are deep, and the the our own worst enemy that, that I've seen is, like, the, the kind of, like, the group of people that hunt sheep here in Alaska. And, and some people are going to be like, oh, man, I can't believe you said that. Cause, but if you look at it, it's kind of true. Like, you know, somebody, you know, you might you might talk crap about somebody but there i don't i feel like it just hunters in general nobody will talk crap about another hunter more than another hunter will yeah and that's it seems like it's not just here it's you know you only see it so bad here because the the circles are so small in alaska but you know it's nationwide it's like with white tails it's with elk hunting it's mm. you know people that hunt moose like oh, you know, like, your, your moose is crap if it's not over 60 or, you know, or whatever. Yeah, that guy. Uh, you know, or, or oh, you know, like, why did you even shoot that ram? It wasn't 40 inches. And it's like, well, that might not be the idea that they have for what they want out of that experience. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not really, I mean, like, it's, we should be more encouraging than discouraging and you know, if, if you could be more encouraging for people, they tend to be more receptive to education and suggestion Oh man! rather than, Hell, yeah, you know, rather than talking down to somebody. And, you know, it's, it's all about, you know, basically like you can make friends with somebody or you can make enemies with them. If you can make friends with somebody, they'll be more open to suggestion. Yeah. You could be more persuasive. Um, you know, they'll, they'll take things you say into consideration. Um, but if you just you know if you take your sheep and they're they're like oh man you shouldn't have shot this, yeah, I don't know you know yeah but legal is legal by their definition, so it shouldn't matter if oh yeah you know it was a small ram well so what it's your ram and maybe you're proud of it and that's that. I am now. You In know? the moment, I felt
1: horrible. Like I was like I don't I'm not I'm not even a sheep on again yeah. I mean for about two minutes i felt yeah, that way yeah. but i it was very demoralizing to go in there excited to to stamp it yeah. and then to get that experience and then leave just like with my tail between my legs and i could give a shit less what any person that hears this says you can you can drag me through the mud you can talk shit you can you can have your opinion you can be an arrogant fuck and say anything you want to say about it because there's a lot of narcissist yeah, and arrogant you know. people in this in this game when it comes to
3: mountain hunting and sheep and I'm just going to well, call it for what it is. But it's it's definitely you know it's I mean people view it as like it's it's an elitist type of yeah sport yeah um, you know and and while like how many I'm, people are really elite though that claim to be <laughs> I mean I, is I what would, I, where I, I mean. You know, you you really put yourself in a bad light if if all you did was just talk shit about somebody because they never killed a forty inch ram and yeah, you know That's what I mean by that. So so what if they haven't? You know, maybe they maybe they don't care to ever kill one. And if they did, maybe that would be like that's like their lifetime dream. You know, just to get one forty inches. You know, because that's kind of like the. Or that's you get like lit
2: the, you get gifted with permits.
3: Like you half, gifted the, with half the permits. people that
2: have forty inch ramps like are all like gifted with like chew or toke management. Mm-hmm. Some know? of
3: it has to do with, you know, like if you're if you're lucky enough to get into flying at a young enough age to where you've built the experience yeah, totally. and you have the money to to have a super cub. Yeah. And, you know, good for you. You know, that's just another tool. Yeah. If I if I knew how to fly and had a super cub, I'd be killing sheep too. Yeah. With yeah. It. yeah. Um, but I just, you know, I don't fly, so I just have a four, I have a four wheeler or I'll have somebody fly me. Mm -hmm. Your opportunities are limited. The opportunities are a little more limited and, and that's okay. You know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that happened this season that, that really, it's kind of like what you said, where you had like, it's kind of like you have an epiphany of, of your idea of what you thought about what this was changed and it changed for the better. And like you said, it was a maturation period. You know, it, and if I – I mean, I love sheep meat. It's not just, like, about the adventure and, like, horn size and all that. Yeah. A big ram would be great. I love the meat. It tastes good. It's my favorite meat. I mean, if you were to put it up against moose, then I'd like, you know – I mean, the sheep is – it's the best. Um, But there's not that many of them, you know, or there's – Compared to everything else, there's fewer numbers of sheep. It's not like, you know, you don't have multiple options when it comes to sheep hunting. It's got to be a certain size and that's it. It's not like moose where, you got cow tags. You can shoot a spike fork. There's any bull units. There's yeah, you know, units yeah. that are fifty inches and three brow tines and, and those it age goes classes differ you
1: know. on eating quality yeah. and all that. Yeah. I also
0: feel like we have no room to bitch up here. Like, you know how many dudes are in North Carolina, California, Wisconsin, all over these places that are like, uh, I haven't seen a sheep. You know what I mean?
1: Or they've been putting in for points for 80 years to try and get a sheep somewhere yeah 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 yeah
2: Yeah. no it's just i mean it is being over popularized and i think people that are new to the entry to the sport are all about like killing an animal killing a big animal and to me that's not what it's about and i know that my what i think it should be about isn't what everyone else should dream of but when you actually like sit down and you spend time with these people that go out in the mountains and have been for 30 years like that, they actually like really just like being there, and re- that's what they mm-hmm. remember. They don't yeah. remember the kill, they remember like hard moments of like working hard. And, oh, yeah, and they'll be like, I wonder, life threatening we-. situations, yeah. you know, just yeah. yeah, that like put you know, suffering. And then mm. you know, we remember those, and we look back a year later, and they suck that first year, and the next year, you're like, fuck, man, embrace that suck. It was awesome,
0: yeah, let's get it yeah. again. Um, Before we close it out, Jerry, is there some bucket list um, shots that you have? Like you hope you get a goat or a...
3: I've I've got a few. Um, I mean, there's some of them, you know, there's one in particular that I won't mention because I know this is going to go out to the social media world. So you that's kind of we can talk about
1: like, it when we turn it off. If you want. Yeah,
3: we can talk about it when I turn it off, uh, or yeah, when we yeah when we end it. But you know, uh, one thing that I've always had is like, I wanted what really it doesn't matter what kind of wildlife it is, but something in Alaska with like not just the Northern Lights, but when like the Northern Lights are blowing up so bright that it casts a shadow uh, on the ground, mm. and with that kind of light in an animal there all in frame and with like not, not just like a flat tundra, but having somewhere where you've got like something, some other composition with like some mountains in the background and, you know, maybe some open water and you've got a reflection and there's, there's like a big bull moose or something, you know, or it could be a muskox or it could be a grizzly bear, but something that's totally like you found all of that in one image. You didn't mm. just, you know like you didn't take a picture of the northern lights and then take a picture of a of a polar bear and then merge it together in photoshop and make a composite you know like it was actually that was actually there that actually happened in that moment mm. and that this like stuff like that is you know you could you could search for it for it 30 goosebumps for 30 years and never
1: find it you know what you're going to find on your bison hunt Mm. Is all of that all of that with the great white buffalo? Oh, man. yeah. But then albino, Tatanka,
2: yeah, like Tatanka. white Tatanka.
1: <laughs> if, be you,
3: great. if you, if you, even but if you can't shoot them though, just the buffalo <laughs> itself, <laughs> the reds like in there. <laughs> just the, just so if you found a white bison in Alaska, I mean, people would lose it yeah. over that. Yeah, and I, I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to shoot it. No, you get more out of, of the though. photos. <laughs> yeah. I get more out of the photos. I've always like, wondered
1: that about uh, uh, the big bull moose that you see, the big albino. Mm-hmm.
3: Like,
1: wouldn't it just feel...
3: It just feels wrong. Not to, right. Yeah. It, even
1: if he was 78 inches. Moose of a lifetime of many lifetimes. I, I I always, like, mess around and ask myself, like, what would you do? I think it'd be just way cooler to just watch it. Yeah. And if you're lucky enough to have the the cannon, yeah, you know, get a photo. But let them be, man.
3: Let them go. Well, it's like with you know the in Southeast Alaska, the closer you get to Canada and like in into that into that area, the more you could potentially see. They, they call them the Spirit Bears, the white the white mm-hmm. black bears. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you know they they've been they've been spotted in Alaska where you could hunt them you know they're not as common as like if you went to the great bear rainforest in Canada but you know in in an area that was open to black bears and you see a white one and it's like how could you how could you live with yourself to kill it <laughs> even though even though the season's open it's a legal harvest you're going to you know you're going to tan the hide you're going to eat the meat you're going to you know Use the animal. But there's certain things that just you. shouldn't be... You, you just shouldn't do. That little rainbow, man. You know?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep.
3: Yeah, it's hard to say
1: what you do in the moment. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing, though. About the bears. Little spirit bear? I didn't know. Pull it up. Yeah. Spirit bear. Shit, Spirit yeah. bears, yeah. Because I'm, it's I'm infatuated. I've been using that word a little bit a lot tonight, but... I'm infatuated with bears. Oh, yeah. I love them, like love affair.
3: Yeah, I mean highly highly. Uh, what, what'd un- you guys call them again? What bears? Spirit, Spirit. Highly uncommon in Alaska, but Spirit they they have hit. been spotted like you know down in southeast in certain areas. Oh no! Oh, go. it's an albino black bear. Yeah. So they're not. They're, they're not really albino. They're not albino. Okay. But they're, they're
0: their own kind of. Um,
3: oh my goodness! Branch dude. of the
0: species.
1: I mean, you're right. To shoot that thing and then take a picture of it with blood on it and stuff, it'd kind of be weird. I
3: mean, it's just look at the real, I'm just being, with being the black real, yeah, the the real with it. So is
2: it like like how like labs have like black and...
3: yeah? It's kind of, I think it's kind of like... I don't know. So, so
2: look at
1: her. She had two black bears. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, so a white... a white, Like a spirit bear, you know, a white black bear could have oh, a black yeah. and a white cub. I'm going to call just it right black now. I've never seen one of those.
1: Have I'd never yeah.
2: shoot one of those. Man, that's it. They're right? so cute. Not the black bears. The black bears aren't cute, but the
0: the uh, spirit one is cute. Oh,
2: that's
1: a nice, that's a nice bears.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Jerry, what are some uh, maybe some tips um, for some upcoming or maybe uh, younger people or people that are trying to get into outdoor photography, adventure photography? It's
1: inspired, inspiring photographers
0: yeah someone that's maybe aspiring, trying to get out there yeah. see aspiring sees yeah see some yeah, of the pictures you're taking and something I'm like that minute, sorry. what would you say were maybe some of the the tips of um someone who's trying to get into it
3: i mean it's 90 uh, percent of it is spending the time and and being out there you have to put yourself in a place where those opportunities are going to happen. And if you're not there, you're not going to, you're not going to get them, you know, there's, there'd be a huge difference between just always photographing from the side of the road, which you can see amazing things or putting yourself 20 miles, you know, in a Mm. mountain range somewhere off the highway and, and, and then seeing what's, what's there, what what is not influenced by, you know, outside factors, you know, um, it's the the first and foremost is just the time so put your putting yourself in the places where those amazing things are gonna happen, and then it doesn't have to be the best gear it doesn't have to be you know uh, an expensive camera uh, it's more it's more about you know kind of like how it's how you use that that gear is mm-hmm. what makes the image more of like a process yeah it's kind of a it's a little bit of a process but you know you could take if if you if you spend the time you could have you know if you took a $500 camera and went out and get the same shot that somebody with a $15,000 camera had but you know if they don't if they don't know how to use that gear then yeah. you're you know it's not going to be as good even with somebody with lesser equipment so it's just taking the time to understand your gear how it works you know I mean there's so many resources now it's not like when when I started to really get into photography and got serious about it there wasn't that much on it wasn't as much on YouTube like you couldn't just get on there and be like okay you know uh bird photography settings there you know, are best bird photography settings for mm. Canon you know or Nikon or mm. Sony or whatever and you know there's so much of that on there now as I mean every just getting on and I mean you don't you could you could learn how to use a camera before even buying one now. Yeah. You know? Oh you go down mm-hmm. a deep rabbit you hole. You could go down a deep rabbit hole <laughs> on that. You I know? have I have. But it I mean for me the biggest thing is just if 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 it's gonna be wildlife, it's it's gotta it's gonna be a lot of time involved. It's just spending the time to do it and the shots will come. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and what do you mean by that like the process would be very similar to the process you go through to scout out a hunting spot or a fishing spot it'd be a, it's where like, it's like where are you gonna park where are you gonna hike what line and saddle are you gonna take to get to this valley a lot of it is you very know? similar yeah yeah like it's you have to get there to get the shot first yeah. right Like you gotta logistically figure out what the hell you're gonna do yeah. and then it can just be an iphone that gets the hmm the and shot, and that's and you that's know?
3: happened. You know, people have
1: just used an iPhone for it. Um, that right there's an iPhone picture. <laughs> oh, you know? iPhone, yeah. like iPhone Just 8. saying, though, it just it. If it was the Canon four thousand two point oh, it would have been insane, L- L- not and grainy, not grainy. But <laughs> the point is, is where you were at in the moment, in the time, and where yeah. it was, and
0: well, what like that picture right saying. there. I mean, that's just. That's like one of our first sheep hunts, first time in the Brooks Ranch. Just me, when I look at that, it just brings me back to that exact moment, which I think that's what photography does for, for the photographer. You know, it just takes you back to that place and that time and how you felt, and you kind of just, like, absorb all that moment through that one picture. just kind
1: of brings it all back. If I remember right, it was miserably cold. It was. That afternoon.
0: It was. <laughs> it really was.
1: I think that's what I got up to go walk around. Like, fuck, dude, I can't sit here any longer.
0: Yeah. Jerry, we appreciate you coming out.
3: Oh, well, I appreciate being on. Thanks for having me. Thanks for fun, all your yeah.
0: stories and, and uh, all your tips and your beautiful photographer or photos. Um, anyone looking, to, once again, to uh, look at some of this stuff or get in contact with Jerry, um, he, there's two Instagram accounts. It's Jerry Harrod Photo Alaska and also at Jerry Harrod Hunt Alaska
1: both great handles both great content reach out to them we can uh, have folks ask you questions right jerry yeah yeah absolutely how to get in the game and
2: where the big sheep is pro tips and yeah i don't know, you know. about the big sheep
1: he <laughs> <laughs> will tell you where some sheep Upper might be yeah <laughs> but the big ones you have to find for yourself yeah, yeah jerry
2: it was great to get to know you thanks yeah, for coming thanks. on man.
1: yeah and thank you for that that awesome piece, oh, man. Yeah, that my was pleasure. Yeah. Unbelievably grateful. And um, that was just the thought that counts, man. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Thanks
0: for your time. Yep. Thank you, Alaska. Check out the website, AlaskaWildProject.com. Also, alaskapatreon.com uh, slash AlaskaWildProject. And as always, Brandon,
1: stay wild. You remember my speaking to you of what I call your overcautiousness.
2: Are
3: you not overcautious? When you assume that you cannot do what the enemy is constantly doing?
0: The Alaska Wild Project Podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors.
1: Barney's Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights
0: arbor digital the forefront of digital assets cryptocurrencies and wealth management providing a low-cost research-based investment strategy for alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money visit arborcapital.io today to put your money to work
2: tailored restoration 24-hour emergency home services helping alaskans restore their dreams since 1972 services include fire water mold post-emergency cleaning repair and remodeling Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com.
1: Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers, custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience.
2: Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights the northern lights location has their new tequila bar check it out also see their daily specials at serranos mexicangrill.com
0: the treehouse ak.com located at 341 boniface parkway alaska's own and grown cannabis and cbd store ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10 percent off the treehouse where the culture
1: lives the Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer. Located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Superglue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net.
0: AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska. Built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation. With exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local bud tender about A-
2: tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the
0: action with them. Hit them up at TheBaitShackAK.com. Snow Pro AK, your snow and ice management company specializing in business and residential properties. They know what it takes to keep your property presentable and safe. Give them a call for a free estimate at 280-7098 or visit LawnProAK.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award winning cider.
1: The Alaska chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. BHA is the voice of our Alaskan public lands, waters, and wildlife. Their goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping our public lands wild. Stand up today and join BHA at backcountryhunters.org Should you not claim to be at least
0: the clean? I say try. If we never try, we shall never succeed. This proposition is a simple truth
3: and it's too important to be lost sight of for a moment. If we cannot beat the enemy where he now is, we never can. It is
4: all easy if our troops march as well as the enemy
3: and it is unmanly.